How's it going, everyone? Welcome to the StoryWorks Podcast. I'm your host, Zach Gosen. I'm your co-host, Andrew Hall. And on my right, hey, hey, shut up! You didn't. Hey, you have not been introduced yet. Stop talking. Listen. (laughs) On my right is Burgundy. What's up, buddy? This guy, he just knows when we record and he knows the day, so he just keeps kind of showing up. This guy is. <laughs> Burgundy's got a tent in um in the studio backyard here. It's very comfortable. I have a nice little space heater. You know, a lot of dog shit. I took some notes from Hereditary. Yes. Right. Oh my god. So welcome back, guys. This is our last episode of the spooky season. Ooh. Happy Halloween. No, it's the very spooky. last episode. Story Worst Podcast is no longer an entity, and we're gonna. You're not talking this bad. No, we're not doing this. Don't 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 you bring your bad juju on us. Don't you put that on me, Ricky Bobby. (laughs) Man, that's right. You have it. This has been a great month. I've really enjoyed watching these fucking movies. Spooky season has been a success. We're gonna pop it off with our top five scary stories. Yeah, dude. Um, it can be books, games, movies, whatever. Um, we're just getting spooky, spooky, man. However, before we get too spooky, I just have to say, uh, congratulations to my boy Zach Gosen here, uh, who has just been married. Yesterday, Yesterday he got married, (laughs) and and then we popped this shit out. (laughs) The grind never stops, but no, seriously, (laughs) the grind never stops. (laughs) Thank you, my man. Congratulations. A happily wed boy. I appreciate you, dude. How was the ceremony? <laughs> oh, the ceremony was great, man. It was great. Dude, we... that reception? Nuts. Hey, dude. Nuts. Dude, Davis died. That? Legally, He's, he died. He legally died. We, we brought him. <laughs> he was resuscitated. He, but, he, like, for, like, 15 minutes, there was no brain activity. He's been talking about um, what he saw on the other side, but I don't know. Um, maybe we should make that an episode. Just do an episode on what Davis has seen. <laughs> is this martyrs? Oh man, thank you though, <laughs> man, for real. Stuffed chicken, baby. Hell yeah! Oh, that sounds so fucking good. Fuck you. Oh, it's good. You Some stuffed chicken. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> Dumbass. I don't like living in two different timelines. <laughs> dude, dude, we are in the rehearsal right now. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, just wanted to say congratulations. I appreciate you, man. Um, and also before we dive into our favorite scary stories, I kind of wanted to talk just for a second. About Chainsaw Man. I know we t- we yeah, had an episode dude. about Chainsaw Did Man. Did you watch episode two yet? Because I haven't caught that. You haven't caught it? No, unfortunately. Episode three's out too. Watch oh, it, dude. Oh, fuck yeah. I'm so. fine with spoilers too, so don't even hold back. But... Okay, cool. Yeah, no. The, currently, we've got three episodes out. Um, Thank you, Studio Mappa. Oh my God, for real. It's It's been so good. It's like such a good series for Halloween. Yeah, dude. It's. I mean, the first episode is literally about... The zombie devil. It was so like yeah, and in the, the him trying fight. to escape in that in that like garage area, the warehouse. Mm. It's fucking terrifying, dude. Uh, what did you think, Dennis, of that first episode? Yeah, it was phenomenal. I really love how it just 
in poverty he is. It Isn't makes it crazy? me relate. You He's know, in debt to the yakuza. Yeah, I, dude. Like, and the yakuza sitting there, like, yeah, I don't care if you have to whore yourself out. Right. And you Bring say that seven hundred thousand yen. Yeah. Yeah, dude. It opens up with God, him talking what about what American? he sold off. Oh my God! What is that American? Because I feel like I looked that up. What is 700, it? Seven hundred thousand. Seven hundred thousand yen. Yeah, that's a good. I have actually haven't really uh, translated that. I need one more zero. I'm four thousand dollars. Four thousand dollars. God damn it, Andrew! You're so quick. Beat you. He's quick. Four thousand seven hundred and eighty. He's so fast. Damn. I'm trying to type with one hand. <laughs> so. And this is literally a kid on the streets. And that's just well. Out. That's the thing is he owed. That was just what he owed then. But now he like by the time of the first episode, he was with like, interest. And I think accumulate. it's like thirty eight million. Holy yeah. shit! Yeah, he still owed thirty eight million after what he already paid off too. Which yeah. that is like a, <clears throat> over a quarter of a million dollars. He's Jesus. basically just stuck. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's fucked pretty much, and he dreams of jam. On toast. on toast. That's what hit me the hardest, dude. Right? Like, have you been that poor before? I've been that poor before. Mm-hmm. Like, that shit is, um, like, it's devastatingly and, relatable. Oh, yeah. Like, no. it, it, it hits hard, dude. Like, there comes a point, man, where, like, you're eating mustard sandwiches, bro. And now i'm watching this shit and i'm like i had at least i had mustard though right that's why i don't fuck with spaghetti it just takes me back mentally yeah spaghetti takes you back chef boy rd ravioli bro oh dude but you know you could fuck on some ravioli just dump it in the pussy i'm sorry super white No, this the series is great. It's a great Halloween watch. So I'm just saying, um, fucking go for it. Three episodes are out right now, and they've all they've all blown me away. I mean, the animation's incredible. Super dark and moody at times, but also bright oh, and beautiful. Yeah. The zombie demon climax, where it's got like a tentacle that shoots out or some shit. And he like rides. He the rides it all the way up, dude. It's so fucking. That's good. hard. The scene, dude. Just the scene of him dismembered in the dumpster. Oh yeah! After they hack him up and just throw him in the fucking dumpster, and the chain links pulling him together. Oh my god! <laughs> the way like the shot was like the memory that he had with Pochita, and then it comes out like through the blood drop. Yeah, oh. dude. Yes, that shit was dope. What What's the animation studio again? Studio Mappa. Mappa, and what else have they done? They did the final season of Attack on Titan. Okay. Yeah, and the, yeah, the animation was fucking really. And good. they did Jujutsu Kaisen. Yes, because it's like oddly familiar. So, so yeah, these guys are sense. just like killing it across the yeah. board. Yeah. Oh yeah, Studio Mappa is is popping off big time. Fuck Speaking yeah! Of everything, did you see the 4K remake of Naruto coming out? They made a 4K remake I saw of Naruto. Like the whole thing was being remade. Yeah, I did see the shot. So it's a live action situation. Because they, it's like an anniversary for yeah, it. It's like 20 years, 25 years. That's badass. And it's not yeah. animated. No, it's animated. It animated. They're just doing like they're just upscaling it to oh, 4K. Oh, okay. Got you, got you. It's gonna look so fucking good, dude. I was thinking like live footage for some reason. I remember because I, I don't even like really watch Naruto, but I saw like they did a anniversary video where they like reanimated certain scenes from the original series in like That's a more the video modern that I saw. style, and it looked sick. Yeah. 
I was like, I don't even watch Naruto, but this looks dope. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. Um, so I guess we we dive into our list. Right on. Yeah, at that point, are we? Yeah, are we done talking about Chainsaw Man? Yeah, I just because we talked about it before. I just want to give people the push now that it's out. Started it in out. October. You should do another on. episode talking about the second and third episodes though we might That'd hit that whole idea. season when it comes out man. yeah it's like I, depending on where the season ends episodes. yeah oh, that's not bad which is crazy so we'll see where the season ends i'm i'm very excited to see uh, what the conclusion is going to be yeah because we've i mean me and andrew are caught up on the manga so um super just seeing like where these 12 episodes ends us at yeah mm-hmm. for yeah. sure i'm curious all right i'm really excited to see what you guys got I feel like we're going to have some decently diverse lists here. For our here. lists. Yeah, dude. It'll be interesting. Anyone want to go first, particularly, with their number five? I don't. Or you don't. should we do um, <laughs> honorable mentions first or last? Um, I didn't really get a list of honorable mentions. I got three of if them. You guys got, I was going to say, but if you guys got honorable mentions, pop off. Okay. What's your first honorable mention? My first one would have to be The Shining. That's an honorable mention? Yeah, that's an honorable mention. Wow. That... This dude's going to have, like, Cannibal Holocaust. No. <laughs> he stalked him. Oh, my God. Not this time. It got Not two shout-outs. this time. Dude, yeah, The Shining is on my list. That, really? That made my list, yeah. Um, I, talk about what you love about it. I want to hear your thoughts. Mostly it's a cinematography thing for me, yeah. even though it's supposed to be, like, story-based. But that's Kubrick, right? It's Kubrick, yeah, dude. for yeah. real. But even the whole angle of the struggling writer, you know, going slowly crazy and fucking Jack Nicholson is just he nails the part. I can't get that performance out of my head ever. Here's Johnny is just iconic. Oh, yeah, straight up. And just like, everything from the very first scene where he's in the interview. He's giving a chilling <laughs> performance. Like it, they, it chills me to the fucking. Bottom. They like traumatized the actress, did they not? Yeah, they did. Uh, yeah, big shout out, fuck Stanley Kubrick for being a piece <laughs> of shit. I love The Shining, but they also beat the shit out of dick. Jack Nicholson with a ball bat. Nice. Like he, Kubrick made the actress repeatedly hit Jack Nicholson in the head it's with a ball to bat. The plot. And her, her, they fucking... did like a hundred takes of it. Cool, thank you, Stanley. <laughs> yeah, and it, like, there, I'm pretty sure there were 100 plus takes on several of the shots that they were doing. Yeah. Yeah. Live Googling. We do it here. Yeah, Shelly Duvall, right. Yeah. So her hands, Dude, from gripping that man. bat over yeah. and over again, were just fucking like blistered. Raw. Absolutely blistered. Dude. And she's crying for so much of that movie. It was I'm... like it like made her hysterical, like in real life. Yeah, yeah. I, and I've seen some uh, behind the scenes footage. That Stanley Kubrick was a fucking dick to her, like straight up. He was trying really? to push her, and and get, like, I'm just emotionally trying to get that her. performance out of you. Yeah, and it ain't. It's not right. It's he's literally just like Shelly. Are you dumb? Are you? Dumb? Are you? It's dumb? like, li- yeah, dude. It's like fucked up. Shelly Duvall is just like, if I do this gig, I get another two mil. I get- that's, my, <laughs> that's my quote. That's you see, that's my quote. Big shout out to the de- detective Crashmore. Oh my god, fucking amazing! Like I, I will never get over this movie. It's a fucking masterpiece. Um, the cinematography is great. 
I love also that uh, apparently the hotel was still operating like while they were shooting there. Really? Yeah, so they had to shut down certain parts of the hotel at certain times. That way no one would be in that area. That's crazy. But the whole time it's still operating as a hotel. That's something I didn't even think about, actually. Yeah. Um, because it's so quiet, you know what I mean? Like It's just so dead silent for a lot of that movie. Just kind of like sitting in... Because it's all about... It's that isolation and just right. fucking losing it, mm-hmm. just slowly going mad. Um, something co- really cool about the cinematography for this movie is um, Garrett Brown created the Steadicam technology that was utilized in The Shining. You know the tri- the tricycle scene? Yeah. Where kids going around and you're following him on the yeah. ground as he's yeah, turning around. Yeah, that POV. That's like a iconic shot and i didn't know that this was like one one of the first few instances of a steady cam being used oh, on wow. a set and it had to be like fucking stanley kubrick saw that this was a thing and he was like i need this and i need it now <laughs> and he needed it to be lower to the ground for that tricycle shot yeah mm. so they had to custom engineer the steady cam in a whole different way because oh, wow. stanley really? kubrick asked <laughs> thank you stanley very cool <laughs> very cool stanley that one is very cool, actually, but he's still an asshole. That's how you know you got some clout, though. Yeah, you, <laughs> you got some clout. That's cool as shit, though. I, I found I found that to be really interesting. Oh, for sure. And it's very. I mean, I I love when things are shot like that. Mm-hmm. I shoot a lot of my stuff like that when I film something. Like like you're following right behind the character. It's like a different sense of that being tracking there with shot. Them. Yeah, we yeah. love a good tracking shot. Absolutely. So, yeah, dude fucking love the shining um whenever it snows like the first snow i always want to watch it oh yeah because it just takes me to the ending it's like a christmas movie movie to you almost yeah it's my christmas horror movie like (laughs) i I almost like to watch it in december more than october for that it makes sense the scenery fits it does you know being up in the mountains have you seen dr sleep I have not seen Doctor Sleep. I haven't seen it. My brother all the way. saw it. I, I liked what I, I saw. Is that another like Stephen King it's property? It's the sequel to The Shining. Oh, yeah. okay. It's like it's about a grown-up Danny. Tor- His name's Torrance, right? I think Danny so. Torrance. Danny Torrance. Okay. The kid from The Shining. Yeah. It's about him grown up, and he's played by Ewan McGregor. Yeah. Really. And he finds a, like there's like another kid who has like psychic powers. Oh, so another finds. kid with The Shining. Yeah, yeah. and uh, there's also like, I think they're like emotional vampires. Like they yeah. drain, like the emo- they feed off like the emotions of people. That sounds like energy vampires it's from What shit. We Do in the Shadows. Interesting. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> I haven't seen What We Do in the Shadows. Yeah, it's a good one. You'll want to watch that. Yeah, I, that's been on my radar for a while. Um, but yeah, it's like the it's about that like they interact in some way like they want to feed off the kid because he has because they have the shining oh it's okay. pretty it's pretty haunting like i didn't get through it i i really want to revisit it because like they go back to the hotel for like at least the last oh, 10 that's minutes dope. yeah like it's not a lot of the movie it's like the last 10 minutes or something but you do get to see like the there's decrepit some haunting hotel. fucking energy in that movie dude, <laughs> in the beginning of it like i just say I, I didn't like watch it but i would like I was just like catching scenes of him of of it as I was like walking through my house. Yeah, and I, I, I gotta you... talk about this scene just real quick. Just tiny spoiler, not really plot essential. It's just something that happens. So Danny Torrance is like super bad alcoholic, drug addict. When we Love first it. pick up with him, and he's he like takes this girl home, 
they fuck or whatever. And then the morning after he wakes up, she's still out. He takes her money and leaves. Nice. <laughs> nice. And then, like, two nights later when he's trying to sleep, he sees their house. And the, 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 the girl was dead. She OD'd in her bed. Classic. And oh then there's God. this shot of, like, you hear the kid crying. And then the kid is dead. And it's just like, dude, it's so haunting. It's oh like a zombified God. face of these people. <laughs> I was it fucked me up hard. I had to pause that shit for a second, dude. Yeah. Oh, that's like, never happened to you before? No, dude, no. <laughs> no. Can you imagine that? And then he just like, of course, he wakes up like fucking. I just imagine Stephen King hating the entire movie. He hated the shining. Yeah, he hated the shining. He made a made for TV remake mm-hmm. of the movie and that's it was crazy. just I fucking terrible. Yeah, dude, sci-fi for a while there was making uh like hour-long specials of like a bunch of Stephen King stories yeah. for a while in like the crazy. early 2000s. Did you guys know that um, Stephen King like made his um, works that you can purchase a Stephen King's works for like I think a dollar or something? Oh, it's really? either a dollar or under. He did that personally because he was like, I want people to make shit. Yeah, oh, use it. Really? Use my stories. Yeah, you could probably pick up a oh, Stephen King dog. book and pay a dollar or under to make a fucking. There goes my phone. Oh, this poor phone. Rest in peace. He launched to make a to make a fucking rendition. It, I just thought that was cool. I learned that oh, yeah, in college. So he hates cool. on every professional movie <laughs> that has ever been made out of any of his. Yeah. Properties. My man has high standards, <laughs> and, but he's and then welcoming tells anybody. The, I mean, look, <laughs> yeah. man. I, I kind of respect that. He uh, just, I can't be mad he at. He just, it. you know, you can't knock a man for having high standards, right? But at least he's like very welcoming, and he's like, you know, you can. Anybody who wants to try can. I feel like right. he got more mad that someone outdid his image. I, <laughs> some shit. I think you're it's right. It's like, God damn it, this version of The Shining is so much better. I feel like that was like a, yeah, he was like well, crossing there his was arms also a little uh, callback to the book and the movie and like the opening shot. So they're driving a red beetle or some shit, I think it I is. remember the driving scene, like up through the woods, beautiful shot. But I think in the original, like in the book... It was a different color bug. It was like a yellow bug, or maybe mm-hmm. I got them flipped. But we'll say the yellow color bug was the one from the book. The red one in the movie that Jack Nicholson and Shelley Duvall are driving in and shit. Right. It passes by a crashed yellow bug. Oh. With a subtle implication, like, this is my story now. That's really interesting. Actually. They crashed okay. the vehicle of the original book. That's yeah, I mean, it, crazy. and I mean, the movie ends differently than the book does too. I yeah, think, I think the book ends with them like burning the hotel down. <laughs> Jesus, that's crazy. Whereas um, they're like, we can't. And then like that. this, uh... but whereas like Jack just like freezes in the snow, which is so much more haunting. Movie. I love it. Yeah, I love the ending, dude. I fucking love it. And the zoom in of the shot of him. As the as the hotel clerk, like at the end. Yes, dude. Or uh, the like still shot on the elevator doors when they open and the blood pours out. Oh my god, that's a classic. The last like twenty minutes of that movie just gets so fucking mm. like odd and surreal. I love it. It's crazy. Um, that's definitely an honorable mention. Please pick my. I'm trapped behind this microphone. <laughs> I can't. Thank you so there much. You go. You're you're a king. Yeah, so Shining, amazing stuff. That's my number two. Um, that's your number two. That's my number two because I, yeah. I, I, that's a yearly watch for me. Like, it's one of those things I just like. I, I gotta watch it. It's very inspiring. Um, I've got 
for one of my mentions, The Blair Witch Project. Oh, that's a good one. I never saw that. 1999. But I know, like, the... It was, like, the original found footage film. Yeah. It was one of the first ones. Yeah, and it was, like, so horrendously shocking for people. It had a huge, like, marketing campaign. Exactly. Yeah, they had a whole website behind it, and, like... It was, like, all touted to be, like, It's like, yeah, these people are missing. Like, they were, like... (laughs) And we're talking, like, the 90s here, so it's, like, harder to find the truth about those kind of things. Like, right. So people were like, holy shit. People were freaking out, dude. Um, so that's – I just have a lot of respect for it in yeah. that regard and kind of being that first, like, found footage film. Um, and it's just, it's just so fucking scary, dude. Dude, how about the part where the Blair Witch isn't even real? She's real. She's just not – seen at all in the See, Blair Witch Project. You know, I, I read some shit online, could have been totally false, is that the cam- they were there, like Blair Witch was there, but the cameraman never panned to her because something happened. Huh. Hmm. That's neat. And that, they ended up using that take. Interesting. I just know the shot of the dude just staring at the wall. It, it's so fucking <clears throat> scary, See, and that's where it kind of comes in for me, right? So uh, Film Theory did an episode about Blair Witch Project. Okay. Yeah, and Film Theory is very good when it comes to dissecting lore and shit. Now we yeah. can put Film Theory in the tags. Yeah, you and, could tag uh... Film Theory. They won't hate this. <laughs> they don't work for fucking Disney now. <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, there was a whole thing where the Blair Witch is actually just a fake story. It's just an urban myth. And these two dudes are essentially using this girl's um, aspiration to find her yeah. to lure her in the woods oh, wow. and get her by herself. Which there's a lot of shit that goes down with the map in the movie. How it's yeah. like, who has the map? Oh, I, at first everybody cares, but all of a sudden nobody cares. They're super like loose and right. you know goofing around and shit. They find this house in the middle of nowhere that nobody supposedly knew about. Yeah, I have a feeling they knew about the house. I'm gonna rewatch. I'm gonna rewatch it with this. Rewatch in mind. it with the context That's of interesting. Blair Witch isn't real, but these two guys are luring this girl into her death. Wow. That's that's kind of okay. makes it scarier for me. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's interesting. I'll go do that. Yeah, dude. Um, the originally the film was just like freaks me out because that's some dumb shit that I would do. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, let's go fucking find this witch, dude. That's cr- I wouldn't white do it anymore. But like, crazy, bro. White person shit. Well, it's white some white people shit. shit. It's like it's in our DNA, I guess, dude. Like, that sounds like a good because time, I would right? join you. Like, how scary would that be? Yeah, I, I I could have just seen myself cook some eggs on a fire, be looking for witches and shit. <laughs> Dude, I went, I've done it before. I've done it before. Like, have you gone ghost hunting? Not ghost hunting, but what did you do? A buddy of mine named Josh said that there was this like there was this witch execution somewhere in these woods. It was in Ohio. I don't remember exactly where we went. We had to go down this road where there were trees down on the road. To get there, the road was like half fucking destroyed. It's like some Helltown shit. It was scary, dude. It was scary. It was fun, though, but that's, you know, that's the white (laughs) person in me. I could have died. I could have died. Could have died. But yeah, I just, the the Blair Witch Project, I love it. Um, I love the found footage feel of it. It's so saturated now, but like going back to that first entrance. It's tough to make a good found footage film. That's true. For sure. Um, 
Let's other, see. Other I got... mentions for you, man? Hi, I'm Mary Mary. Have you seen that shit? Hell no. Never even heard the name. Have, have you heard of it? I think it's I've on... heard of the name, but I, I couldn't tell you anything It's about one of those it. uh, internet horror type situations. Okay. So it's a YouTube channel called Hi, I'm Mary Mary. Hi, I'm Mary. Yeah. Yeah, that's all spelled in one word, which is kind of weird. Oh, wait, me. hold on. I think I do know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. Where um, this chick is basically in a parallel version of the world, I guess you could say. Okay. But, like, she's only she's in her house. Shit. She can't, like, leave her house. Yeah, okay. I have Interesting. Seen. You know? And there's a bunch of monsters that manifest. And each one is apparently, according to film theory again, because that's just my source today. Yeah, dude. <laughs> apparently, each one of them is the like physical manifestation of some sort of emotional issue. So there's anxiety, say, like some kind of trauma, yeah, like, vanity, yeah. and all, all that. And it's supposed to be like a girl's journey to find peace while dealing with whatever struggle struggle she's dealing with. I really fuck with that, man. Speak your truth. For the Blair Witch, Davis has given me some information. Let's go. The Blair Witch was supposed to be shown on screen. Probably the scariest part of the movie is that we never actually see the antagonist. It wasn't meant to be that way, however. When the group runs out of the out of their out of their tons, <laughs> Heather is scream tons. What the fuck? Out of their tons. <laughs> when the group runs out of their tons, Heather is screaming about something she sees. At this point, the cameraman was supposed to pan left, where the Blair Witch herself is standing. She'd be in the form of a woman in a white gown. However, the cinematographer missed his cue and forgot to pan left. The gowned woman wasn't captured on film, and the scene in question was not reshot. Why? They did one take, and he Why didn't say Why would they not that, reshoot that? He didn't say that he fucked it up. <laughs> he fucked Apparently, it up. He was like, oh. He never used a camera. <clears throat> That's crazy. Okay. But it all it, it gives that they did that on purpose because yeah. it gives him the feel that he's not a fucking cinematographer. That's interesting. Cool. Interesting. Who knows? What well, site was that on? Emails at Storyworks Podcast. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> debunk our th theories. Let us know. Um, so yeah, that yeah. sounds pretty interesting. What What would you rate it like? Uh, I'd give it a solid eight. It's eight out of ten. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. It's more of a story basis than an ARG situation. Gotcha. But it still has a lot of the same feeling of an ARG. Okay. Like you have to do some digging to find all the info. So there's like a whole. Twitter account dedicated to the character, gotcha. where she'll drop like little lore bits and shit, talking right. about the monsters and all that. <laughs> Talk about what? The yeah, my my number one horror <laughs> thing God. is the gorillas lore. <laughs> the gorillas <laughs> lore. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Feel good. They really are though. Big shout outs to the gorillas. I got one more honorable mention. Let's hear it. I'm going to try and do it quick. Well, Shaun Sam. of the Dead. Everybody likes Shaun oh, of the Dead, right? That's my five, dude. That's your five? That's five. 
Yeah. We love Shaun of the Dead. Let me guess, you have Hereditary on your list. No. Oh, okay. But literally say. only because we've already we talked, talked about it. I was going to say, that's my last honorable mention. Yeah. Hereditary is? Yeah. No, dude. Big Shaun shots. of the Dead is so good, dude. I could watch that movie over and over I again. do watch that movie over and over. Yeah. I watch Simon Pegg on anything, bro. It will always, always be my favorite zombie movie. Oh, yeah. It, it beats Zombieland by miles. It does. Which and I do I love feel like Zombieland. It predated it too. Do you feel like it beats Zombieland, Andrew? What do you think? Oh yeah, Shaun yeah. Of, yeah. No, Shaun of the Dead is better than Zombieland. It just feels so unique. I don't know. It's it, and it's also I just love Edward Wright. He fucking mm. he's a great director. Um, those fucking like I just quick, love British humor and British, British humor, humor. Absolutely, dude. Yeah, absolutely. It's so much more subtle. Simon Pegg, <clears throat> fucking hilarious. And yeah, the fucking cinematography and shit, the cutting. <laughs> yeah, I love the quick cut, like, successions of shit that he does. And, and in this one, it's just him getting ready in the morning. They yeah. do that a lot in Hot Fuzz, too. Yes, yeah, same director. Yeah. Um, Have you seen Baby Driver? I haven't seen Baby Driver. That was one that Edward Wright did that was, like, I remember seeing a the more cuts different. from that, though. Like, yeah, <laughs> I did that shit hard. It's like, it's sort of his, it's his auteur. It's yeah. his, mm-hmm. uh, like, his thing that he does. His niche. His niche. Um, yeah, fucking the scene where he walks to work and it's and it's regular, and yeah. then like when the zombie apocalypse happens, and my <laughs> man is like just, unaware, just going through his morning so routine. I so fucking good. love it, dude. But that movie also gets pretty visceral and scary. They went all the way with the effects on it, dude. For sure, like, yeah. The blood and gore, fucking it, the, the zombies are. are really like it's a different take on zombies as yeah. well um the whole process of a person turning into a zombie looks interesting too yeah dude yep the whole like by the time they get to the winchester and everything it starts to give me resident evil vibes yes because mm-hmm. just being locked up in a mm-hmm. bar like that there's one of the games literally starts like that yeah i think it's resident evil zero perhaps um, it's one of the ps2 entries mm. fucking shit ton of them out there but it gave me those vibes super hard. Um, and I just love the characters. You know, Sam, Simon Pegg's character, who is literally determined that this is all going to blow over. They're going to go get a fucking brew. Go get a pint. But he was right, though. Like, he nailed it, dude. He did, which is ridiculous. You like, love it. You love to see it. He lost his man, though, in the process. He, he kept his man, He can though. still play games with him. <laughs> he can still play games yeah, with him. Yeah, he, he so got sad. him a little crib out back. Have him Would you guys up. keep me if I turn into a zombie? Of course. Bro. You keep, we just make a, some... <laughs> keep me in a shed. And Dude, I'd, I'd teach your zombified corpse to play Elden Ring. And just... <laughs> you're like, here, come on. You can do it. I know you're still know in there can, somewhere. <laughs> I know you know how to use miracles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so good. You try to do that. You do the podcast intro in the voice of a zombie. That's it. That's it. Oh, God. Yeah. Shaun of the Dead. So good, dude. Simon Pegg in anything is amazing. That's true. You're right, dude. Simon Pegg and the boys. Simon Pegg was in the Star Trek reboot. He was. And I liked him in it. He's Scotty. He was Scotty. Good for him. And he beamed him up. He, he did the thing. He did the thing. Fuck yeah. I bet he's Chris Pine that. said, Scotty, beam me up. And he Scotty. said, beam. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, Chris Pine is fucking Fuck. Captain Kirk in it. Damn, dude. Someone's going to peg you next. <laughs> Someone's going to peg you next. All right. 
let's let's jump into the list. Andrew, what is your number five? My number five uh, is a near and dear one to my heart. It pretty much uh, define like defined horror for me as a child. A lot of build okay. up. Uh, it's every everybody knows it. It's Courage the Cowardly Dog. <laughs> oh God, damn! <laughs> That's good though. This Came shit out of left field. This shit literally like like defined horror for me growing up as a kid did you have courage nightmares yeah dude. i did like <laughs> the shit that this show does like king ramsey's dude the return the slab guy dude i was Fuck. just thinking about him too isn't he that's so crazy that you said that return the slab eustace is just like what's your offer <laughs> what's your offer <laughs> oh my you god yeah be visited by three plagues they they have he's a, in CG and they knew it was weird and they knew it was unsettling and that's they knew why it they didn't did fit. Like the episode where there's like the fucking Muriel gets like possessed by like the evil spirit in the mattress. Yeah. Oh, the Exorcist bit that they oh did. Oh my god, it's so like that. Up. Like they do a fucking episode where they have a character whose name is like, uh, is it the Clipper guy? It's oh, no, 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 he's no. So it's, I'm talking about. I'm talking about the fucking dude who's very clearly a zombie, but he's a movie director <laughs> who comes to their house okay. and he's like, "Hey, I'm gonna film a film here. My name is like Baron Tarantella yeah. or something like that." <laughs> yeah. And it's just very clearly a Quentin Tarantino ripoff, right? Right. And he's just like, "Oh, I'm gonna film my newest horror like zombie movie here," and then he brings back to life another zombie that it turns out was his like. Turns out they're not movie directors and they're just serial killers. Uh, Love oh, him. oh wow. Love everything about it. And they're him. just zombies serial killers. And then Courage gets on the computer and looks up how to get rid of serial killers. <laughs> and then the computer's like, You are a dog. Hello, Courage. I'm going to help you. Uh dude, the fucking the one face. I'm saying the one face and you know what I'm talking about, right? Uh it's just like the, the large CGI face. Are you talking oh, about? Oh yeah, the one with the dark circles in his eyes. It's like floating yes. in the sky. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's like that. Um, I mean, th- we talked about the Clipper. Like, you're talking about Muriel's like nephew. Who... Dude, there's a whole crazy and like that's backstory. When I got naughty. naughty. Yeah. Like, why is that an episode? Okay. <laughs> like, why is that an episode? I saw some dark shit about that one, dude. Dennis or, is like in the theory the, zone. The, dude, man. for real. <sighs> I'm scared you're ready. What? I'm scared of your Reddit. You're scared <laughs> of my Reddit. <laughs> let me, yeah, let me search your fucking Reddit. History. It is relatively bad. But, <laughs> <laughs> but there's like this whole dark theory about the Clippers guy, the, yeah. the Muriel's nephew, where he is actually a child abuser. Cool. I think yeah. I've heard that yeah. actually. Boom. Yeah. Well, that and you have a uh, courage that's like a little vulnerable character, mm-hmm. and he yeah. his whole thing is like catching him alone and doing what he wants. And that's it's, when I it's, got naughty. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of fucking horrific. Yeah. Like you put that in a kid show, like that shit's dark. Yeah, they they had the episodes that really stood out. They still had some wacky ones, but most things were still kind of terrifying. The yeah. other one that I remember that like terrified me was the I can't remember like the full plot of the episode, but Courage has been like staying awake. 
the entire the entire episode. Like he hasn't gone to sleep at all. Okay. And he's finally laying down at the end of the episode at the foot of the bed. And like his eyes are so bloodshot and then he finally like dozes off. Yeah. And then he's just, you know, peaceful. And then it just hard cuts to like a CG blue like mont like just like I don't even know how to That's describe what I was it. thinking of, dude. Yeah. Um yeah. Like I'm doing the live Google and then it just says You're not perfect. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> You're not perfect. What? That's what it is, dude. It looks like it's got an umbilical oh, cord. This shit Hold just, on. Courage just dozes oh, off, and then this thing appears, and he just goes, Yeah, dude. You're not perfect. And that's the end and of the episode. And then Courage just, like, wakes up and screams. <laughs> and that's the end of the episode. What were they, what were they instilling in us? Dude, like, uh, what in the fuck? <laughs> Deep insecurity. <laughs> but yeah, that show, like, wh- like if you like, that show was horror to me growing up as a kid. Yeah, no, I, I absolutely relate. You're totally right. <laughs> you know the episode I did like before we move on? Yeah. The, the, the fucking like mob foot. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like, hey, see? Yes. The fuck? It's a giant foot. And Dude, it's... they also had the episode, I mean, this one's not exactly like such horror as yeah. much as it is just like a kind like insanely deep storyline to put into like a children's show in the 90s. Right. It's about the cat I knew you were going to say it. leaves her abusive boyfriend uh and tries to run away with her like fox friend. I don't remember this episode. Isn't the fox all like sexualized and shit? Yes. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, you were beaten off to it. Yeah, they Jesus like this. Christ. Like she's in like like they live in like a like they show like their apartment and it's like a brick building like a like a slum house. Yeah, and she he's just like an abusive dude, and she leaves him and then like tries to escape with her fox friend and I can't remember if they like successfully escape or not. I think they do, but. It's an insanely deep story. Weren't they a same-sex couple too? Yeah, and it was yeah. So they were. It was two girls. Wow. Okay. And so like this is just an insane storyline to be showing. Courage wasn't in the episode aggressive. at all. He he was there like she, like she, like they come like pretty <laughs> much though like it was he was a side character to the story. They she like escapes to their house in the middle of nowhere. Gotcha. Um, and then he helps them kind of get away. Okay. Wow, that's kind of fucking insane. I'm like this shit's wild to be shot, like to be made uh, in like the nineties. Uh, that show, <laughs> that show was terrifying. I just watched that. Yeah, dude, it's so, so many that like reality. adopted yeah. that. That was the closest show that like adopted that sense of like visual horror oh, from yeah, from besides courage. the hyper realistic SpongeBob cuts that catch you. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so that was my number five. That's a great pick, man. Yeah, that's really good. <laughs> Yours was Shaun of the Dead? Yeah, my Shaun of the Dead. Okay, yeah, I we think we Shaun covered that Dead. one pretty well. My number five. Has anybody here heard of or seen The Descent? I've uh, heard of it, but yeah. I haven't seen it. Yeah, I've heard of it. I want to say I briefly watched it. I, I know what you're talking about. The uh, underground horror. Oh, my right? God. It's cave exploring. Yeah. yeah. Or spelunking. I caught this movie when I was way too young. So it came out in 2005 (laughs) and 
and I probably saw it shortly and after. And here you are, 11. <laughs> I was probably like 11 years old, yeah, dude. And we're watching this movie. I don't get any of it, obviously. Um, so revisiting it was really interesting. It, it's a story about grief and loss and kind of dealing with trauma. So we have this main character who's a woman who is married. She has a daughter. You see them, like, whitewater rafting at the beginning. She's got, like, her and her friends do this kind of stuff, like like fucking cave diving and, and yeah, whitewater yeah. rafting and all these different things. Extreme sports. Yeah. And then it just um, it cuts to her driving home with her family. There's some weird tension between her and her husband, kind of. And then they're behind a truck that's carrying metal poles and the metal poles you know they, everything stops and the metal it, poles just come the on logs from fucking final destination L- literally dude her husband gets <laughs> like fucking shish kebabbed and she wakes up in the hospital and they, they're both gone she lost everything love it so it's like, I mean, sorry. <laughs> no, no, but I mean, bro, it's... that's just like Doctor Strange, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, like a year later, they they plan this cave diving trip or whatever to um try to try to help bring her back or whatever. Just trying to have a good time. Yeah, it's not a good time. It's not a good time when they get in the cave. Um, it's it's it takes a second for things to pop off in this movie, but it's a great build up. I think cave exploration is fucking terrifying oh, on yeah. its own right. Have you done any of that? Fuck no, dude. Yeah, dude. It's I don't want to get stuck in a cave. Yeah, The no, closest I... I've come to doing something like that Terrible. is when we went to um, <laughs> Mexico. Uh-huh. We, me and my brother did like this zip bike thing. Oh, okay. It wasn't like a zip line, but it was like a, you know, a, a line that goes around. And you That's get the... in like a, rec- like a reclining position like a yeah. bike like like a recumbent bike and you're just pe- you're you're just pedaling as it and you're pushing yourself along the rail interesting and the whole thing like took we went to this like um like resort park thing right um it was called like shell ha it was like in a lagoon okay and they had this whole thing set up to where it took you like around the entire place um right. and one of the spots it ended up going was like it took you down, in through like a little cave section, Ooh. and then up and out. Oh, that, that sounds would, dope. That, that would give me the jitters, man. It was cool, but I like I was like I don't want to go any deeper than. <laughs> yeah, no. The only reason you know that bike name is from the rehearsal. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you knew. You knew. Yeah, dude. You knew. I'll let you finish. <laughs> I'm gonna let you finish, but I know that you know what a recumbent bike is because you watched the rehearsal. <laughs> On HBO Max. <laughs> yeah, no, so that that would be a little spooky for me, man. Um, you end up finding out that this is not a cave that has been explored. Um, the person who, the girl who planned the trip, wanted them to conquer this thing and name it themselves and make this huge monumental thing. Obviously, they get fucking lost. Classic. The first. This really terrifying moment is they're shimmying through a space that's not very easy to get through. It's very tight. Yeah. Like, you can just barely make it. And, of course, the main character gets ends up getting stuck. Yep. And I found it hard to breathe just watching that. Getting claustrophobic. Yeah. So claustrophobic. Um, It's probably, like, almost an hour in or so when it 
starts to become what it is, which is kind of like a creature feature with these, this evolved species that nice. lives down in this cave system. <laughs> and they fucking, spoiler alert, <laughs> that's what the movie's about. They use sonar shit, they scream and they shriek <laughs> to find where people are. And it just, it derails so fast. And this, this uh, kind of story about grief and loss also keeps popping up kind really? of throughout. So it doesn't just become this mindless creature feature. It's it's a really good movie, man. Like yeah. I, I recommend it to anybody. It's fucking scary. I think the monsters haven't aged super well yeah. since I've seen it the first time, but I, st- I think it does still hold up. Um, Dude, if you don't like uh, enclosed spaces like that, I just learned about this uh, event that happened in like I think it was like the 18 like mid 1800s or something yeah. like that where this dude was doing like some spelunking like uh, he was somewhere in like Midwest America and they were like the big thing was like oh I have a cave come explore my cave I'll charge you and you can come look at my cave I'll charge you and you can come <laughs> check my cave up and this dude went to like he had a cave that he was like digging out yeah and he had this super narrow passageway that he had to go through. And at the end of it was like a 10 foot drop. And oh, then Jesus. an even like smaller passage that you had to squeeze through. Oh, my God. But at the end of that, he was like carving out a space because behind like the wall, there was this super cool like limestone cavern space yeah. with like stalagmites and stalactites mm. and everything. Um, And so he would just go in for like 18 hours at a time. Jesus like, Christ. just spend the entire day just digging. And one day he fucking was digging, and it was like 3 a.m., and as he's, like, pulling himself out, he's, like, it, like it's so tight that, like, his arms are like that. Right. And he's that having to, stuck like... Stuck to his side. Yeah, stuck to his sides, and he's having to, like, kind of wiggle himself with his feet, kind of, like, grab and kick and push. Jesus. Fuck that. And he thinks he's got, a, got his foot on the ceiling to, like, or on one of the sides to, like, push himself out. Right. But he's actually got his foot on one of the rocks on the ceiling. Um, and as soon as he puts any force on it, the whole rock pins his ankle to the ground. Uh, and this so this, this is a real story. Did you say in the 1800s? Yes. Fuck that. Dude. Man got worse. stuck in like a like you know 50 plus feet deep in this cave. Oh my god. Just shouting for help. And eventually his brother found him. Wow. Uh and he was stuck in this cave for, I think, like, three weeks. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, so he didn't find him alive. No, they found him alive. He really? fucking survived. Well, like, he's, he's cert- like he, found, he found him, like, two days in. Oh, okay, that makes sense. And but they couldn't get him out like, for, nobody, like, three weeks? Nobody would go, would, would try and squeeze through the hole, except stuck. his brother. His brother wow. was the only one who would, like, go down and try and get through. Oh my god. And he went dude. down there and like, you know, fed him like coffee and fucking, you know, hot dogs and shit. Right. Jesus. And dude. just living in his own filth down good there. Brother. That whole thing ended up creating like a tourist trap at that at that place. Because people were showing up. Come get stuck in a cave, bitch, people were showing up and like, oh, you know, buy food out here and hang out and you know, all that shit. And all that heat that they were creating was melting shit. And creating, like, making the temperature of the cave higher, which was melting shit on the cave and making the whole cave itself unstable. Eventually, they brought the U.S. government in. Holy shit. To, like, get this man saved. 
Um, but eventually, because the cave got unstable, the passage closed, mm. and they weren't able to get to him. So they decided to just dig straight down through like sixty feet of rock. Um, and by the time they got to him, he had been like dead for like two days. Ah, oh, that's rough. So he didn't make it. He didn't end up making it out. But like he survived, trapped under this cave for like three weeks. Is this your number four? Fuck no, this is just <laughs> this is just a real. This is just he. Story. He was talking about like a a, a cave movie, no, and I was just. <laughs> so now we have a cave movie to make. Yeah, dude. Oh, no, this yeah. shit is. If you're I'll listening, to, don't touch it. I'll have to. We're I was gonna say it. I'll have to show you the video that I saw about it. This shit was insane. Can you imagine? That's fucking crazy. Um. I feel so bad like for a that dude, man. Like uh, he held out. A news reporter got wind of the story, and he was the one who like brought it to national attention. And he ended up, I think, like getting a Pulitzer Prize for it. But before he got government help, people showed up and were selling food. Yes. On top of his soon-to-be grave. Yes. They were like, "Oh, we can't go in there." They. Like, there was one dude. made it his grave. That's there was like a firefighter bro. guy who showed up and was like, "We're gonna, we're gonna get him out." I have an idea. We're going to just, you know, we've chipped out because they were just his brother and then like the news reporter guy were the only two people who would like go down, who would go squeeze through. Even the reporter. They both have there. high stakes. Well, he there. had to go down there to get the story. Right. You know, literally he went down there and started like interviewing him. Hey, bud, what happened? I, I could pull you out of this but no, cave he did, right now. You he know, did just start <laughs> chipping him out, but it was like the cave was so unstable that like any, you know, you chip it out and remove rock. Like, and we're it just both about to be classes stuck backed out because mm-hmm. it was like there was a whole pit like a gravel pit above him that was just oh spilling gravel out. exactly <laughs> um so this firefighter dude shows up and he's like i have a great idea we're gonna you know get as much of this gravel removed as we can and then we're gonna tie a rope to him and we're gonna do a rope pull holy shit and they tried to do this rope pull and it didn't fucking work because my man was pinned down by like Tons of rocks, right? And they were just gonna tear this man in half. Just chew your leg off, bro. Hyenas do it all the he time. He had to like yell, like "Stop! I'm gonna die." That's so <laughs> fucked up. He was right. Oh my god, <laughs> this is crazy, dude. Crazy story. This needs to be a movie. That's nuts. All right. Well, shit. Yeah. Sorry for that tangent. <laughs> no, don't be sorry. I'm intrigued. That's kind of like that's a real fucking nightmare right there. It's a real story, man. Um, shit. Well, so let's let's go back to you, Andrew. What what is your number four, my man? My number four. Ah, oh, yeah. This is a uh, a body horror film uh, that I oh, saw a few years ago. Um, we love to hear it. It is our boy Kevin Smith's Tusk. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, Kevin Smith. This movie uh just oh, is that, insane to me. It's yeah. Like I love it. Like I it's 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 very much body horror to me, but I was like yeah. the first time I watched it, I like laughed. It's funny. No, I mean we were laughing. We we, we watched, watched it together, together yeah. yeah. Um, um, but it's also pretty fucking horrifying, yeah. Yeah, but it, it's like the thing is just like so horrifying that you kind of like laugh just uncomfortably. Right. <laughs> um, just in a crazy story too behind it. The way that it was brought about, yeah, is super fun. Um, yeah. our boy Rick is in the credits. 
of that movie, yeah. man. Yeah. Really? Uh-huh. Uh, because anybody, like, they launched a campaign to get it funded after, so cool. after Kevin Smith. Um, it was pretty much a bit that he did live on his podcast. Yeah. They, they made the bit, and it was just going He was just going. like, what if, you know, we're just going to... Like I'm gonna like document like the whole filming, like the whole writing process behind this movie. Real, okay. Because like yeah. they they talked about it on a podcast, and he was just like, "What if I did a movie about this?" <laughs> and then and did it. They did like a. It was a petition. No, yeah, he didn't help pay for it or whatever. It wasn't crowdfunded. I don't think. It was a petition because it's an A24 film. Yeah, they were like, "Who who wants to see this made?" And and our boy, our friend Rick, was one of the people that sent in a yes. So anybody who supported it had their name in the credits of the movie. That's awesome. Which is a really fucking so cool. cool. Have you seen? Have you like seen it at all? I saw it a while ago. It's been a hot okay. minute. It has like, been out for a second. What was yeah. the storyline? That's our boy I Justin just, Long. Yeah, Justin Long's in it. Haley Joel Osment's in it. Yeah. Uh, Johnny Depp's in it. Jesus. Johnny Depp. And like said an that uncredited... he wanted to work with Kevin Smith. Yeah, it was like an uncredited role, mm-hmm. too, which is just insane. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like. It, Justin Long and Haley Joel Osment have this like they have a podcast they do yeah. Um, yeah. where they just like talk about like viral stories and uh, Justin Long's character is going to Canada to interview a kid who his viral video is him in his garage fucking with a samurai sword <laughs> and then he cuts his leg off. Yeah, oh. dude. I remember that part. And now. so he goes to interview the kid who cut his leg off. And when he gets to their house, uh, it's like the reception for a funeral. <laughs> oh my God. Because he like killed himself. Yeah, that oh sounds my right. God. So he doesn't have a story. So he goes to like a bar just to hang out. And while he's going to the bathroom, he sees a fucking one of those like take a tag, like take a strip things where it's like, uh, I'm an old man. Who like an, I'm an old veteran who uh, lives alone in my you know sizable house. Um, I'm in a wheelchair, so you know doing things is kind of difficult. Um, I, you know, I'm offering free room and board, and all you have to do is take care of me. Hmm. Take yeah. and then it's like you know grab grab my number below, mm-hmm. and and you just have to listen to my stories. And so Justin Long is like, hmm, that's interesting. Story. <laughs> Story works. <laughs> um, so he calls the dude up and he goes out to his house. Uh, the man just talks about, you know, one of the stories that I have, the greatest story from my time in the Navy. Uh, I was stranded. Our ship, our ship wrecked and I was stranded on an island in, in, in the Arctic. He was stuck. No food, no nothing. And I was I was ball. saved. I was thrown into the water and I was pulled to shore by a walrus. <laughs> Mr. Tusk, I named him. Mr. Tusk. And we stayed on this island and but you know, there was no food. So oh, eventually Did he have God. to eat Mr. Eventually Tusk? Eventually I had to eat Mr. Tusk before I was saved. So fucking sad. And it's very, very sad. All right, be Mr. I respected Mr. Tusk. And, you know, spoiler alerts. We're, get, we're getting into some spoilery territory. Um, they're having some tea, and then Justin Long... Some tea? <laughs> Nothing wrong with Faints it. because the tea was, you know, drugged. Classic. <laughs> and he wakes up, and uh, 
he's sitting in a chair in a like in a room with like a blanket over his legs. I know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> and he pulls the blanket off, and sure enough, his fucking... I can't remember if it's both of his legs or just the one. I think it's... I think it's just the one leg. But he has his leg amputated. Yeah, dude. And... That's scary as fuck. <laughs> like, seriously. The old man comes out and is like, Oh, hey, I'm glad you're awake. And he's like freaking, Justin Long is freaking out. He, you know, give me my phone. What the fuck happened? Why is my leg gone? And right. the old man's like, well, you got bit by a brown recluse. Oh my God. So you cut the fucking and leg the venom, off? And the venom was traveling up your leg. It was going to kill you. Is he standing at this point? No, too? no, he's no. Still he's chair. still in the chair. We had to call the doctor. And the doctor came, said you got bit by a brown recluse. And, you know, the venom was traveling up your leg. So we had to amputate it to save your life. He's like, "What the fuck? <laughs> Give me my phone. I need to call my my wife, my or, you know, my family. I need yeah. to let them know what happened." And uh, he's like, "Oh, the doctor broke your phone on accident. Jesus oh. Christ! It didn't get bit by a brown he, like, accidentally, <laughs> he He's like, he accidentally stepped on it in the while he was trying to save you. Um, and then he's like, "Well, let me use your phone then." And he's like, "Oh, my phone line's been out for a while." Jesus Christ! You're like, okay. Let me use your neighbor's phone. Yeah, oh, yeah. My, I don't have and, neighbors. Well, like they, he's just like you know the doctor will be back. He's very busy, and you know they, he starts to make dinner or whatever, and they're having dinner, and he just like Justin Long is just like fucked up. Yeah, obviously, right. And then he just you know starts getting angry, and he wants to go home. And as they're having dinner and having this argument, the fucking old man stands up out of his wheelchair. Yeah, that's where it is. And, like, tells him to shut up. Yeah. And then knocks him out again, and then fuck you fucking get brought to his dungeon. Yeah, dude. <laughs> and fuck it turns out that this man is just cutting people up and making his own human walruses out of them. That's what's up. Now we're getting to the He's, good shit. He, yeah, dude. He grafts, like, skin on to Justin Long to, like, give him, like, the body shape of a walrus. Oh, it's so fucked and up, And then dude. uses his legs, his leg bones, to make tusks. Oh, my God, the leg bones. I never thought of that. Uh-huh. I would have used ribs. And the entire Jesus. time, you know, Haley Joel Osment's character is, you know, uh, a cool guy because he, you know, is um, fooling around with Justin Long's girlfriend behind his back. Real nice dude. Yeah. Very, very cool. But, you well, know, he's being a human. But, you know, they both, they're both they both concerned about him. They're oh, like, sure. oh, where's our boy at? Clap, <laughs> clap, clap. Oh, no. Oh, that um, shit sucks. So they go to Canada looking for him. Yeah. And they end up running into this French-Canadian detective. It's so fucking funny. Um, Played by Johnny Depp. Such an interesting I think his name is, like, Guy Lepoint. Yeah. And he talks about how, you know, years ago he was tracking this man, this serial killer guy, who, uh, you know, was taking people off, like, the roads or whatever, and, you know, they were never seen again. Right. And it flashes back, like, decades ago, and it shows... Uh, Johnny Depp going to like this old shack house where the old man is. Right. 
and he, at this point in time, he's playing like the old man is pretending to be like this kind of senile old dude. Okay, gotcha. Who's trying to like coax him into the house, mm. right? And Guy Lapointe does not uh, <laughs> take the bait. Yeah, and he leaves, but he's like, "That was the guy, and I let him go all those years ago." So then the three of them decide we have to go stop him. Yes, and. Uh, they get there, but at this point in time, the man, um, our man Justin Long, has been turned into Mister Tusk. He is. He's just Mister Tusk. But but then the you old know, man the shit flips, and he saves the day. The and old that man was girl at lets this him point, dive in it. <laughs> the old man has you know fixated on him, calls him Mister Tusk. Uh, explains that he has this trauma because immediate because he killed Mister Tusk for food. To survive, but immediately after killing Mr. Tusk for food, like before he could even eat or anything, he's rescued by the Navy. Oh my God, uh, yeah. And he didn't like originally tell that part of the story. So he has this right. he has this guilt for killing Mr. Tusk. So he wants in his sick mind the redemption lies in creating a new Mr. <laughs> Tusk. Jesus dude. And then fighting to the death. Giving him a fighting chance. <laughs> That's a nice oh, flip. And this God. man puts on his own walrus it's suit. so fucking crazy. What the f- and is like, let's go. Let's fight. And Justin Long f- starts fighting, and he wins. Like, you know, he starts getting the upper hand. And the <laughs> iconic line is uttered by, by the old man. He says, in his walrus suit, <laughs> I see your survival instincts have kicked in. Well, so have mine. And he fucking stands up and like rips the suit apart. And before he can even do anything, Justin Long just stabs his tusks into the dude's feet. Yeah, (laughs) dude. And then kills him. Yup. Before, and then like the, like Johnny Depp and Haley Joel Osment show up. Um, and he's still Mr. Tusk at this point. Yeah. So they, not really revive, you know. You can't really bring someone back from that. So they, so now have, he's they the have pet. him, they have him in like a uh, enclosure. Yeah, where cool. like they go there and they like ring a bell and they like throw fish out into it and he comes out and eats it. He's not a walrus and they're still feeding he, him fish and he just consistently gets cucked by his ex girlfriend and friend. Yeah, yeah pretty He's much. Like, You're a walrus now. You, know, walrus. you get it right. <laughs> Insane. Our lifestyles are too different. Yeah, exactly. Insane movie, and just like the the skin coat that gets put on them, like the it's insane. The grafting, like you just see ears and noses oh and like God, eye yeah. holes and shit. Dude, when I went to um, I, we visited New Jersey when we were on tour. Yeah, you guys went to like the Quick Stop, right? We went to the Quick Stop, and we went to Jay and Silent Bob's Secret Stash. That's cool. The comic book yeah. store. Um, that Kevin Smith owns, and he's got a Mr. Tusk in there, dude. He's got a full size Mr. Tusk that was That's like crazy hanging up somewhere. That's awesome. I was like, this is fucking bizarre. That's insane. Super cool. But um, yeah. That's my number four. Great movie, dude. Great pick. Um, I, just, I just love the like the body horror behind it, but also that it makes me laugh. Yeah. H- have you seen uh, Red State? No, but I want to. Great horror movie also by kevin smith um i i don't know a whole whole lot about it i just know that it's about like super insane like conservative yeah dudes Uh uh-huh like but and it's also like a cult the dude who leads the church the cult so like regular conservative dude (laughs) 
how to alienate half our viewers <laughs> with one easy trick. With one easy trick. <laughs> you got to vet them, bro. You need the good ones to stay around. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, fucking the the dude who creates Mister Tusk, the old man, is the like the 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 head of the cult in Red oh, State. Okay. Oh, okay. So you get to see another performance from him, which is really cool. He's got a fun monologue in that bitch. So check out Red State too, if anybody's seen Tusk and they like it. It's a whole different vibe. It's a lot more serious. Uh, so good shit. Number four for you, Burgundy. That would be Maniac, starring Elijah Wood. Uh, Elijah Wood? Elijah Wood is in a horror movie. I haven't heard of this. And apparently he loves underground horror movies. Holy shit. Yeah. Okay, what is this? He it, It's a whole movie shot in, from a first-person perspective. Okay. From Elijah Wood's perspective. and So you hardly really even see Elijah Wood. Yeah, That's mostly crazy. it's like when he looks in a mirror or some shit like that. Right. You know, but uh, it's a serial killer movie. Okay, Classic. so it's Elijah Wood playing a serial playing killer. Playing a serial killer, nice, dude. Nice. He's not our fun, lovable hobbit that we know him as. Uh, no, but he, I mean, the weird part is, is because it's Elijah Wood, he's such a lovable person. Right. And that kind of plays into the plot a little bit because his victims are women. Okay. You gotcha. know, so he's like a soft dude. You know, he's right. able to connect That's with how them he is and luring lure them, them in. in. Yeah. Okay. But. Basically, a homeboy was traumatized as a child by his hooker mom. Holy shit. Who would, like, turn tricks for drugs and money and shit in front of him. Wow. While he was a child, so that's already pretty rough. Gotta love that. Yeah, and then, you know, as a traumatized person, he starts running this mannequin repair like company wow so there's that's fucking a scary. warehouse full of fucking broken mannequins which is just naturally spooky right for and sure his job's to fix them does he bring his victims into that place? he does oh, nice. uh, that's so scary you know he does you're looking for elijah wood in the midst of a bunch of mannequins yeah he does a couple break-ins if i recall properly uh yeah, you know breaks into people's cribs and shit uh it gets graphic i will say uh Trigger warning. If yeah, trigger warning. If SA is something that you're not like looking, is it, for, it like how bad? Like full like, on, like, full on oh, like that's first yeah. person point of view. Thank like, you for the trigger warning. Yeah, yeah, like no no genitalia. It's not porn, but it's like, still a lot. Though, yeah, yeah, it's still a lot. Like I wouldn't watch that on a uh, in the that's wrong that setting. Is or, a good. Movie, but it's hard to rewatch. Yeah. Like the rewatch value goes down because of that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, automatically. Like, I totally, I've only yeah. seen it like twice. That's exactly. Yeah, it's just a lot. Yeah, so and much. it's a really good movie, but like it's really hard to They're push pressing past. That really yeah, hard. yeah, yeah. I mean, and that's his whole mo. Yeah, you know, because he's a crazy person. So I get why they did it for the character, but right. yeah, don't watch it if that's something that bothers you. Shock value. Uh, he also collects the women's scalps, which is fun. Holy shit. You know, fun stuff. And then he likes to recreate his victims by putting the scalps onto some of the mannequins. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's super good, dude. That's like, insane. That sounds like a And the whole movie. time, Frodo's just... And it's just Frodo, dude. It's just God. Frodo Gandalf. clapping people. It's so fun. But wow. <laughs> that, that's just... Oh, my God. So yeah, I've never heard of that. Yeah, that's, no, that's it gets pretty man. bad. It leads into a psychotic break where like the mannequins 
come to life as his victims. Oh, wow. And there's this whole climax at the very, like, they really wait for the end. Yeah. You know, where, like, ro- his romantic interests find out, finds out he's the killer, and he ends up killing her and all sorts of shit. But he gotcha. has this mental breakdown in this place where the mannequins come to life as his victims and fucking rip his face off. Nice. And there's a mannequin face under the face. Wow. It's a mannequin Elijah Wood. But once the cops bust in because the cops are on to a serial killer, right. they find him in his closet just dead. He's dead? He's dead holding his scalp collection. Dead how? Yeah, I don't recall actually. Wow. I, I think it like I I need to look that up, but that's crazy. All I remember is like I don't know if it's just clapped. because like uh, Elijah Wood is like they're both like good guys who play horror roles also, but it kind like I don't know why it, it makes me think of Split with James McAvoy. Interesting. Okay, yeah. Just how I haven't like seen that. I haven't seen it either, but just I know that that movie is like uh abduction. It's abduction mm. and the dude instead of having like, you know, a bunch of fucking mannequins around that he like has heads on that he thinks are other people. Yeah. It's he just has like 26 personalities inside him. He's got like DID. Oh, yeah. okay. That was an interesting movie, I will say. Apparently that's like part of a trilogy. Yep. And the last movie's um, Glass, mm-hmm. I think. I never saw it. I've only seen Split. There's a first movie, too. With Bruce Willis. Yep. Uh, Unbreakable, mm-hmm. I think, which mm. I've never seen that either. But, yeah, man. Good old M. Night Shyamalan. So that's a good number four. That's yeah, that's dude. fucking chilling. Very, dude. Yeah, very it's a very yeah. good movie, like I said. Like, just don't it, don't watch it if you're triggered by stuff like that. You yeah. know what I mean? I mean, sure. horror horror's one of those genres that, like, it Picking, does mm. play a part in the plot. So right. it's not like it's just ruthlessly out of nowhere. And from what I remember, that like really dark thing happens twice, I want to say. Right. Okay. But it's not so often that like this is just for shock value. Like right. it actually pertains to the character's motivation. For sure. And you could oh yeah, you could always skip forward too. Yeah. That's what I do. Yeah, like, no, that's usually what I do. Yeah. We had a conversation about the last house on the left when we were talking revenge tales. Mm. Perfect revenge movie. Great revenge movie, but it's got a really bad uh like like rape, sexual rape scene. Yeah. That I can't get over, you know what I yeah, mean? It's just no. a lot. So. I mean once you've seen it once, you don't need to see exactly. it. Exactly. You know, like yeah. you get the point. Let's let's push. Right. You know? So good, like girl with the dragon tattoo. That's when I know that that's, yeah. Yeah, I, I had to fast that forward that shit. Yeah. Like, first viewing, I fast forward that shit. Yeah, dude. Yeah, so my but, number four is uh, more of just like, I mean, it was pretty scary. It was pretty scary, but like, it's also a lot of fun. I did Resident Evil Village. Okay. For my number four. Um, I love the Resident Evil series. I always have. I've played them a lot. I've long got time. Resident Evil somewhere in my list. Is it Village? No. Oh, okay, cool. Is it four? I like no. it. <laughs> um, yeah, Village, me me and Andrew were playing it kind of at the same time. Um, it's I just, love Village. It's so good. I, I fuck with the first person um, take on Resident Evil. I find it to be a lot more fucking scary, honestly. Like, I I was jumping a it's lot. It's more immersive. They're gonna exactly. D- they're adding a third person mode. I think they are, and I probably will play it just because I've already beat it once. But I do find that the first person had me oh, yeah. shook way harder for sure. You know what I mean? It's more immersive, exactly. Um, 
what I like about this game so much is that me and you have talked about this before. It's like you're going through a different haunted house attract attraction every time you get to a new area. Yeah, that's because awesome. you find each yourself. Type of, yeah, each each villain you go up against has a different like horror vibe behind them. Yeah, like like um some. Um, lady, like Dimitra, like, like vampire mommy, lady Dimitra. Vampire <laughs> mommy, mommy, yeah, yeah. That's the that's, only way I know her. <laughs> yeah, right. That's like you that's know, you're in a, as I say, you're in a castle, and she's chasing you the whole time. Yeah, vibes. Uh, Love it. The second one you go to is like a doll, late, like a lady who has like a ventriloquist doll. That is the best Fuck out of. And all you of go them. down into the fucking basement, and you're like gassed. Mm-hmm. And you start seeing shit, and you eventually see like a huge fucking, and you have none. You don't have any of your gear. Yeah. Mm. And you just see a huge fucking like fetus, baby monster. Yeah. What? Like crawling towards you. And just then going you like, stomp it out. Just going like, no, it's mama. Huge. Oh my god. Like it will eat I'm talking whole. like huge. Like it, it'll grab you and eat you. Oh my god. And you don't have any gear. And you yeah. have to just like evade this thing and like hide under beds or in closets. What would you call it? Like survival horror? Because yeah. like, you have yeah. no Very way to fight so. back. Very much so. You're hiding and hoping it. You're hiding in a locker and watching it walk past you. As you know what I mean? It's Jeez. that kind of vibe. Jeez. And the the sound design is fucking horrific. You just hear it crawling around and it's got this like reverby distorted baby. voice, but it's a fucking baby. <laughs> like it's straight up a it's baby. It's literally crying. just like, mama. Dude. Dada. Mother's milk. Mother's milk. <laughs> <laughs> but to give context, you're, you're there show. looking for your daughter, who was a baby. Like, you're in the mm-hmm. village looking for your daughter. And now so. you're being attacked by a giant fucking baby. It's fucking horrific, That's... dude. So I loved that. Yeah. Moving on from that. There's the fish dude. Which, what would you call That's body horror, pretty body much. Body horror. You see this dude transforming. Action horror. Yeah. I'd call the next space more, even more like body horror than before when yeah. with, um, Heisenberg. Right, with the factory. Yeah. That was chilling too. I mean, just that... seeing like the, all like the undead dudes with like the metal on their heads, yeah. just like on like the conveyor belt. There's a scene where you walk in and you see, and it's just like miles and it's huge. Just these, these dead bodies on this, on these factory rails. Fuck being yeah. modified into these into these creatures that it's an army. The dude's building an army. Yeah, and you got to go through while these guys are just activating. Mm-hmm. Bro, it's God it's damn. fucking scary, man. They're like this so, rusty ass, decrepit like underground factory. Right. <laughs> People can say what they will about like the the story story and like what ends up happening. I liked it. I thought it was fun. I'm never gonna take Resident Evil too seriously. Exactly. Right. Um, you know, you punch a fucking boulder hi i'm chris redfield i punch (laughs) boulders he punches a boulder to save some like like a boulder that is like taller than him and like three times as wide right right and he punches it in half it's fucking hilarious with his big old muscles so yeah no fucking just a super fun game perfect for halloween it's got Werewolves. All those different kinds of horrors. The, the, I like the werewolves at the beginning, too. The, the and dudes. the beautiful thing about it is at the end of the game, they give you a good hour of gameplay where you're OP as fuck. Yes. And you're just shredding through all these monsters that the were scaring Chris the Redfield shit out of you. Segment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At the beginning, yeah. It's the Chris Redfield segment, yeah. You can't <laughs> kill Chris Redfield, bro. He's, he, you get to feel powerful. Right. So that's, that's my number four, just a really fun playthrough uh, on Halloween. 
I thought the story was really fun too. It gave me oh, Resident yeah. Evil Four vibes, which is what I kind of grew up on more Same. so. So yeah, that's me. What do you got for number three, my man? Number three, I have a video game. Um, this one it came out a few years ago. Uh, it's like a more of like. I don't want to necessarily call it like an indie game, but it's not like produced by like a huge studio or anything. It's called Soma. Soma. Oh, I feel okay. like I've heard of that. Um, the premise is like you're this guy who has like, I think like brain cancer or something like that. Wow. Or just like maybe it's just like an aggressive form of cancer, and uh, you go into this clinic or whatever to have some tests done. And then you go in and the people are like, you know, this is experimental treatment or whatever. But we're hoping that, like, we're going to get a, we're basically going to take a, a copy, like, we're scanning your brain. Right. We're going to take a copy of it so that we can uh, run trials on it. And it'll help us kind of test what we can use to help you faster. Um, so the dude gets his brain scanned and he, like, closes his eyes and he opens them. And he's in a completely like he's in like a decrepit version of oh like the cool. place, <laughs> and he starts walking around and he suddenly realizes that no he's not in that clinic at all anymore. Oh god, my man is like underground, like underwater. What? Like he like Places underwater? Yeah, first person game. Um, kind of like Bioshock, but it's like an underground like re- like underwater like research station. Okay. Gotcha. And as he's going along, uh. He sees like robots that are like he he that like are talking like they're people, right? Okay. Um, and as he's walking along, one of the chambers that he's in gets flooded, right? And he's like, you know, you're like, oh fuck, I'm dead. Yeah. But he doesn't die. Are you just? And then like you, and then like you, like he, as you're like looking at your hands, the realization like snaps in, and your hands turn into robot hands. Oh god. What? And it turns out that you are a robot. What the fuck? Spoiler. Yeah. Um but as you're like walking along, like you're you're making your way through this facility, you have like a AI companion, like a robot companion that like you chipped into like a radio. Right. That's like helping you through. And she's just like talking like everything's normal. Like she's you know, she's like, I know that I'm a robot, you're a robot. I don't know why that's like a Big deal to you. Yeah. Um, like, what are you so weird? We're all just, about? she's like, we're all just copies of consciousness. And it turns out that, like, yeah, this, like, like you're like hundreds of years apart from where you apart were. Apart from where you were originally. And it's wow. like the technology that they did where they scanned your brain was eventually, like, expanded upon into this, like, they use it for AI and, like, robots for, like, wow. tasks. Um, and it turns so, out that like this whole station is like under the underwater because like life on earth is like dead. Jesus. And they were trying to like figure out a way to like save people. And, uh, they tried a whole bunch of different things and it turns out that like the creator or like the lady that's like in your device yeah. created this like arc to oh, save people. Like a Noah's Ark situation. And so like, you're like, okay, let's go to the arc. We're going to get on it. And it turns out that it's like a digital arc. Like a, a, mm. it gets launched out into space. And it's a satellite that has, you know, everybody that was in this project had copies of their brains. Right. Uploaded into this thing. Oh, my And so God. you're like trying to make your way down further into the base to get there. And there's like these like monsters because you're you, they use some type of like organic 
biotechnology right. thing. Mm. Um, and it mutated to some degree. And it mutates into these, like, monsters that you're, like, avoiding as you go through the facility. So, not fighting back, just avoiding? Yeah. It's mostly exploration? Yeah, puzzle solving and shit. Oh, okay. okay. Um, and this just, is a really like, interesting lore. concept. It's super cool. Um, what kind of horror would you call it? Mostly, like, psychological? Like... Psychological. It gives me, like, you know, Bioshock vibes, yeah. kind of, because yeah. it's, like, underwater. It's like you're, in a whole, you're, on a, you're literally in a whole new world. Pretty much. Uh-huh. There's one scene that was like that's like super crazy where you have to you're going like super low where like the pressure's deeper. Yeah. And so like your robot body won't last. Right. So you fucking have to upload yourself into like a high pressure suit that can go down. Right. And your partner tells you like, you know, I'm just gonna we're just gonna upload your consciousness into this thing. Okay? And you do it. And you like f- you, your character experiences like the body swap. Mm. Okay, gotcha. But after the body swap <clears throat> happens, you get up and you you can see the old you, and it's just sitting there. That's fucked. Yeah. And she tells you like, all I did was copy your consciousness. It's like a fifty fifty. It's like a coin flip on whether or not like you your you specifically like your consciousness makes the jump. There's there's now two versions of you. Fuck that. That's fucking weird, And, and she's man. like, I've kept this one. The original you that you are no longer is in, like, a stasis right now. So you don't know if you're you or not. You, like, you, the you, the you, the player, know <laughs> that you are still you. Yeah. Right, but... Because you serve, you experienced the tra- the conscious swap. Right. And then you have the option of, like, leaving the old you there, like, in a permanent st- set of, like stasis or you can like shut him down and kill him oh my god you gotta kill him and then later on when you go to like upload yourself to the ark yeah uh you do the whole thing again but you stay oh this episode is going to show you you (laughs) yeah um so you upload your consciousness but it's just you didn't make you didn't succeed on the coin flip this time and you're stuck in your in the body that is and you at the bottom of the of ocean is so going fun. on the arc. Exactly. Fuck that. And like you, you your character just starts flipping out. He's like mad. I <laughs> bet, dude. I call it quits after that uh, shit. Yeah, it's it's crazy. That's a It's a I've very cool game. Heard of that. Very cool game. So what's the name one more time? Soma. Soma. Okay, cool, man. I'll have no, to that sounds that shit. good. Definitely cool. I think it might be I don't know if it's in the the PlayStation catalog still or not, but I think it was. Oh shit. I'll definitely peep that then. Hell yeah, yeah man. Very cool. And I think there's even like if you're if you just want to experience the story, I think they have a mode where like the spooky monsters aren't even there. So you wow. don't have to worry about like jump scares like, and shit. Yeah, like failing like the events because you can't escape the monsters. Oh, you know? okay. gotcha. Okay, cool, man. So yeah. you could play it for just a like challenge an, exactly. or Exactly. There's plot. like accessibility options. Well, that's nice. cool. So, oh, yeah, man. But yeah, right. so that's my number three. Pretty cool, uh, spooky underwater. Because yeah. like just b- deep underwater shit like that gets me. Same. Same. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, not a, not a fan of being underwater or like in the sky at yeah. any capacity. I don't even like being above the water, like in the middle of the ocean. <laughs> big big thalassophobia. Yeah, yeah, dude. Submechanophobia. <laughs> Sub- 
Mr. Burgundy, your number three is unedited footage of a bear. Okay. Nice. Yeah, that's a good dude. pick. That's a good one, man. Adult Swim nailed it on that shit. Yeah. So that's part of the infomercial series that Adult mm-hmm. Swim did. Uh, these super interesting concept because you know you can wake up at two a.m. If you just have Adult Swim playing, <laughs> and this thing would start out, and you think it's a commercial, yeah, dude, and, and it would just—can you imagine like seeing it like that for the first time? Because this is just a huge, insane. And that was written derailed. and directed by Alan Resnick, who is the guy who did the Live Forever as You Are Now. Oh, for real? Same dude. Okay, really? so he, did, he has two in that series. Then mm-hmm. that's awesome. Did he play? He some actually has three because he did. Um, he did. This, this house, house has, has people, people in it. it. Yeah, that's he also, one that he also I yeah, that was a really good one too. I want to see that one. I heard it's pretty funny. That one almost stupid. made the list. Yeah, really? Like, okay. That one's very good. So so walk us through unedited footage. Yeah, unedited footage of a bear is like a fake commercial for allergy medicine of some sort. Yeah. Which turns out to, I mean, it's very clearly not allergy medicine. It's some sort of psych, like psychosis type of drug. Yeah. You know, but... <clears throat> Yeah, happy commercial, you know, woman with her kids playing in a park and shit, single mom, you know, just holding it together for the family. It's just like a soup. It starts out super just corporate. It's literally commercial. you just like the stock footage you'd see for one of those like yeah. anti like antidepressant or anti-anxiety commercials literally. or like Advil like, or something. I guess even before this it does I take start Excedrin. out it, it yeah. Even before this it's just it like is ten seconds. Of it a bear. is unedited. They're like it's unedited footage of a bear, and it starts out, and then they're like, "Okay, we're cutting to commercial." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it, it's so good, but uh, eventually she ends up jumping in the van. You know, the commercial's over. The narrator's voice is like slowly fading into the background. Isn't he still just listing side effects? Yeah, though? just like, side effects of like suicidal thoughts, yeah. and, like yeah. all sorts of shit. She starts rummaging through the car trying to find another hit. You know, another yeah. little dose, but it's nothing but empty medicine boxes and shit. It's fucked up, man. It gets Dude, dark. And the music just, like, goes away, and that's when the tension just really starts building. Yeah. She starts driving through her little suburban development or whatever. Right. You know, rich people when places. she sees her double in the rearview mirror. Oh, fuck. Dude. Did that, I can't remember if that happened after or before she crossed uh, that murder scene. I think it happens, like, right after yeah. yeah something like it's like that. it's like getting dark at that point isn't it like mm-hmm. oh my god yeah even the coloration drops because the colors aren't like it's as saturated blue, yeah 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 very just like a, a like a dim hue yeah of some sort but yeah she passes by this murder scene where someone got clapped by their double yeah. You know, I'm assuming that the double is like addictive uh, personality of yeah. some sort. Right. Um, she bumps into her double, uh-huh. you know, starts chasing her down in the van. <laughs> that, that's, that's where it got fucking. Runs her over. Yeah. yeah she runs her double over. And it becomes like does she get into her house and it becomes this whole chase? Oh, scene? dude! She like, runs the double. She runs over, the double but over. Then, then the double, the double takes up. the van. Yeah, and then like uh, beats the shit out of her and takes the van. She ends up running home. her over too. Yeah, runs her over and then goes home. The double goes home. Yeah, the house. Holy shit! And the mom's fucking, like, crawling. Yeah, and then she has the fucking kids like 
tied up and shit. Oh, oh my yeah. fucking god. Yeah, dude. and it gets super weird because it's jumping between different like timelines of how shit happens. So yeah. you have the one, the main This is character. all 11 minutes by the way. This is yeah. an 11 minute experience. <laughs> That's how much you can do with 11 minutes. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. It does. It shows a lot, man. Yeah, it's crazy. dude. Like it's got the main character mom just got ran over by a van. She's trying She's to crawl crawling. home. Yeah. To beat the double to the house where the kids are at. Then you have another version of the main character mom trying to call the first version to warn her yeah. about what's going to happen. And then you have the uh, initial double like popping out of presents, like ready to clap these kids. Oh my God. You know? Yeah. And <laughs> oh my that... God. The scene when they come down the stairs to the big wall of presents and she just fucking That's bursts so through. That's so good, dude. Holy oh my God. Pops out looking like a lunatic. She looks like the main character in Hereditary. Oh my God. Yeah, how she chases like... the kid through the house. Yeah. Yeah, it looks exactly like that. Holy shit. It's Again, so good. Again, dude, just imagine catching it from the beginning, just waking up in yeah. a <laughs> the first time I watched that, I was on acid. Actually. Oh my god! Yeah, that was dude. a nightmare. How do, like, I was gonna say, how do you even interpret? That? I was watching like, all the infomercials on a like HBO Max or some shit. Like, yeah. I feel like that's possibly one of the worst things you could do. <laughs> like I'm gonna watch this fuck. Oh my! Did you know what you were getting into no, at all? No idea. Wow. Like some too many cooks shit. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah too, too many, many cooks. cooks. That's a good one. Fucking love it. That's a great one, dude. Yeah, Good addition. Had, had no idea what I was getting into when I watched that Jesus. shit high, though. Oh, like, I, I bet. Was, and then, they, oh, my God. Then the woman becomes the double. I'm freaking the fuck out. I'm like, <laughs> he starts looking over his shoulder. Yeah, like, I'm uh, over here. Where's, like, my, where's double? my double? Yeah. yeah. That's fucked, man. And eventually, just the very end when the police pull up, and yeah. she's just like, I don't have a gun, implying that the double shot the kids. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. You know, and... But the flashing red and blue just all over her yeah. while you're tripping balls yep. is just so intense. I'm looking out my window thinking that like <laughs> there's real cop cars pulling oh, up. Like Jesus, it was so fun. Yeah, it was a great time. Fucking, it was a great time. Yeah, I had dude, a heart attack and a half. Hey, if you're not gonna get a little scared on acid, why are you doing acid? Oh god. Shout out to Alan Resnick. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. That's a good number three, man. All right. What about you, Zach? What's your number three? I have for my number three an A twenty four film. <gasps> came out Ooh. in 2015. It's called Green Room. I have uh, talked to you about yeah. it a little bit. I have not seen that, dude. It you're gonna relate to it. Any oh, any go. musicians who play live and do any kind of any kind of touring or anything like that, any you're performance art, one hundred percent relate to this. It's a fucking. It's about a punk band on tour, dude been there <laughs> <laughs> and they fucking they, they they like go on this dude's podcast he's like a he's like a punk rock dude he's got a mohawk class interviewing them while they're on tour he was supposed to have a show set up for them and it fell through mm. so he's like wait i've got this club i can get you guys into i just need to call my cousin up or some shit so they go to play this uh gig out in the boonies we're driving through the woods to get to this place those are the spookiest. Uh-huh. It's pretty packed. You walk in and it's a lot of people uh with, you know, not hair, you know, a lot of a lot of, you know, just, just a, there's a whole lot, lot of skin on their heads. A lot of skin on their heads. They got red laces on. Oh uh, boy. And so uh, there's 
Can you get, uh, guess I'm sure what? they have an 88 rising banner? Dude. Yikes. So, so imagine Playing. coming in here. You know a, 88 rising. They're cool. As okay. a punk rock band. <laughs> going to perform, and you immediately recognize that these guys are a bunch of fucking skinheads. What do you think the first song they play is when they play? Uh, when the skinheads play, or no, when it's, the punk it's, band, no, it's the punk band coming shows in to up. play for the skinheads. Oh God! That they didn't know is they didn't obviously didn't know they were going to be a bunch of skinheads here. What do you think the punk band plays? It's a uh, cover. Uh, uh, what was it? Is something about Nazi punks? You got it. Yeah, what, Nazi what, punks fuck off yeah, by the Dead Kennedys. Dude, such a good one. I love the Dead Kennedys. And it becomes this God. super visceral moment where it goes into slow motion and you don't hear them anymore. But, you but just... they're just rocking on stage and the, the, the Nazis are fucking like flicking them off. Yeah, like, fuck you. Throwing shit at them. And, oh, I mean, you gotta know your audience, dude. Uh, it's crazy. So then it, it gets real fucking scary, man. Um, they basically yeah, I would be scared as shit. After their performance, they're you're in the, in the middle of the woods, surrounded by skinheads, yeah. <laughs> and you just played good. Nazi punks fuck off. Yeah, them. like that's um, so you end up in this room wherever they take their gear after they play or whatever, um, and they witness a murder. They walk in, they're just like ready to just kind of get their shit and leave, and there's a woman dead on the floor and a skinhead standing above her. Oh boy! So it's like, oh guys, wait, 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 no, you can't leave yet. Hold on, stay right here. We got to go get somebody to talk about this before you guys leave. So just stay right here, okay? And the band's like, no, no, we're, no. we're leaving. And then it uh, becomes, no, you're staying. No, you're, you're staying. You're, you are staying. Actually. So it becomes an escape room type situation. Oh my escape god! Escape the venue full of Nazis room. with yeah. machetes and bats and fucking dogs. <laughs> Big dogs ready to this eat you alive. This sounds like any punk show in Ohio. <laughs> Literally. Ouch. Dude, ouch. Dude, you've been there. You know what it is. We've seen some shit. Yeah, yeah. we've seen some Nazis. Um, this movie is another one I could watch every year. It, yeah, it's such really. a... Oh, what's his fucking name, man? Um, Dr. Xavier from X-Men. Which one? Uh, old Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart nailed it. He plays the fucking owner of the club. Oh my god! Oh my god! He's the motherfucker that rolls up when they're like, "We got a situation, boss." <laughs> you guys would love this movie, like absolutely. Okay. It's it, you got to watch it. Um, seek that shit out. They would it's get great. the guy that's famous for being bald to play <laughs> that exactly. Head of the dude. skinheads. Oh my god! So, yeah, that's my number three. That's a really cool choice. I like that. That, that is a good one. For anybody I've heard who's of it, but I live. haven't seen it. Yeah. <clears throat> I have to pee! Come here, come on. Oh, shit, fuck. Is this oh, he's not ready. Shit, he's not ready. Is. Hold on, let me just... I guess I gotta get her a little closer. Yeah, I think I'm good. But here. Is this all right, She wants to be a part of the process. She just wants to be a part of the pod. Go on, girl. Come on. She's What's your number two, hiding. Mira? What's your number two favorite horror movie, Mira? <laughs> He's done it. <laughs> Didn't mean we were to slam that hard. <laughs> All right, so yeah, that's my number three. Let's move on to the number two for you boys. All right. We already talked about The Shining is mine, so what do you got for us, Andrew? My number two is uh, Resident Evil 2. Resident Evil 2. Let's go. I love Resident Evil 2. Um... I grew up watching like my brother play it, and yeah, we're talking like 
canted at camera angle Resident yes. Evil 2. Yes, here. like the OG Resident Evil 2 oh, is what shit. I like grew up watching my brother play. That, and then I saw him play Resident Evil 4. Was it on the N64? Or did he have it on like PlayStation? Or he something? had it on PlayStation. Okay, cool. Um, and then you know, playing the remake that came out a couple years ago. Oh, the the remake was incredible, dude. Um, I just love uh, how like Resident Evil One is cool because it's you know in a mansion or whatever. Yeah. But Resident Evil Two being in like the whole city, the of, city, the sewers, the sewers, the, the underground lab. So cool. The police station, yeah. all the different like locales that the game had were super dope. Right. Also, just Leon Kennedy is he's the fucking he's man. The it's, man. My, it's my first day. <laughs> it's literally my first day in town. First day on the job, joining that the the Raccoon City Police Department, and I come in and there's a fucking zombie apocalypse. Are you shitting me? <laughs> How am I supposed to clean this mess up, huh? <laughs> Who do I arrest for this? He's cuffing zombies. This literally sounds like Hot Fuzz, though. (laughs) (laughs) Like, new cop comes to town. Hot Fuzz is beautiful, Crazy shit popping off. That's a good honorable mention as well. It was, it was. But yeah, just the way, like, you know, getting trapped in the police department and working your way through it. And the the zombies are are rough in that game, dude. The thing about the zombies in the old games is they keep getting up. They will. You have to shoot them in the head, dude. Right, or it's, it's game over. And then, like as you keep progress, like as you progress through the game, the hospital or like the department starts getting filled with different infected. Like when the liquors start coming out, dude, it's so scary because you're like, you're just you're walking through at the a map hall. trying to figure out the best way to get where you need to get this certain puzzle piece. You're like, great, there's still a liquor in that hallway I haven't killed. I got Mister X chasing me. Yeah, I got. I left three fucking zombies in this hallway because, like, honestly. That it's really survival based in those games. You yes. need to conserve your ammo if you can. Sometimes there's no point in killing mm-hmm. all the zombies. Right. You got to pick and choose yes. where to clear areas out. And I always found that really interesting. That's it's where I it's always a very fun up. dynamic. Right? You're just like capping everything. Kill dude. everybody, then I'm out of shit and more yeah. pop up. And then, you, and then, you, and then you go into pile. a boss fight with no ammo and you just have to use your knife. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I just loved the zombies and that, like and going into gator. the. I was just about to say going into the sewers. <sighs> uh, yeah, man, and then just like the other, like it was. Very, it's really cool that there's like the A story and the B story. Yeah. So like, what, for sure, you, man. you beat the game and then you just play through it again as Claire, and you get like a different story. There's different paths. That's pretty cool. Yeah. There's different things that are accessible for her when she reaches the police station. Um, as Better, opposed yeah, to Leon. as opposed to Leon, you don't get the same items. Things mm. are placed differently, right? Uh, like Leon meets like Ada Wong throughout yeah. throughout the game in several locations, and they kind of have a thing going on, right? Whereas uh, Claire finds like a little girl that she starts to take care of, yeah. Uh, just very cool that it has like such differing storylines while still being in like the same locations, right? Right. I found that to be really unique about it as well. Resident Evil 2 is a great one, man. I, I kind of went back and played that like after playing 4, because like I said, 4 was the big first yeah. one for me. Yeah. Um, I played 3 a lot when I was younger. 4 is the one I that I have like the most memories of. Yeah. But 2 is the one that like I uh, 
you know, got to replay recently. And yeah, well, I mean, when that and... remake came out, it was great just re-experiencing, and it just looked so good. They did so good with that. Game. Oh yeah, the infected in that game looks so spooky. Oh yeah, didn't play the Resident Evil Three remake. Yeah, I didn't get to that one either. But I am very excited for the four remake. Yeah, super. Resident stoked. Evil Four remake is going to be insane. The problem I had with Resident Evil Four trying to go back and play it like on old consoles is that you aim with a red dot and you can't see it for shit. <laughs> You're trying to shoot shit far away and it's you like can, and he he's so shaky, dude. You can move and aim in uh the new one. Really? In the remake. See, that fucking sucked in Resident Evil 4. You'd have to run back and then and then turn around your feet. literally the whole game run backwards. Yeah, dude. <laughs> and you got to stop. That <laughs> you had to like master the quick turn. Yeah, for sure, dude. God. Great choice, man. Is there a somebody's storyline that you preferred? I mean, I I just I just love Leon. He's the fucking he's the man, dude. Like Claire, Claire is just down bad for Leon, but Leon yeah. is like, but Leon yeah. is down bad for Ada. Yeah, and it's yeah, just it so funny. Like, who is she? Who is this woman? Oh, she's a detective, but she does, but she's not a detective. I love her. <laughs> she's it's mysterious, and that's hot. And it's my first day here. It is pretty hot, though. <laughs> Holy shit! You, you get this, they have anyway. A hand me the RPG. Yeah, anyway, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice man, cool. But yeah, so that's my number two. Burgundy, my number you two. Uh, you guys ever hear of Jack Stauburn? I don't think he I does have. some work with the Doll Swim. That's a nope for me. That's a nope. Nope's a good one too. Nope is a good one. Yeah. <laughs> That's an honorable mention, but there's a, I want to call it a short film or something like that, but it's called Opal. Okay. Opal. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like a mixed meat, mixed animation type situation where they have stop motion and claymation and like, also it's some cheap CGI. Why do I feel like, I feel like I've seen like a poster for this before. Yeah. Opal. Yeah. Look it up. Like you might've seen something about it. So what's the story? Like, what is it about? The story. Oh God, the art. Yeah, it looks crazy, doesn't it? Dude, 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 wait. Is this the guy who would make like songs and stuff and like Yeah, yeah, he's got I a know few songs he in is. here. Yeah, dude. Shit. Very, very um I don't even know how to describe this. This shit feel. makes me like the visual of this makes me think of like the claymation that Pee Wee's Playhouse would do. Yeah, oh, wow. something like that. Like like this. Oh shit, image? yep. I mm-hmm. see him. Makes me think of. Let me see if I can find it. And my girl hates this thing. It makes her just completely uncomfortable. She won't watch That's it. That's got to be the style. That's what he's going yeah, for, right? Yeah, it's the style. She hates the music. Wow. Because the music's creepy as shit. Oh yeah, dude. But uh, the whole deal is like, there, there's this little girl that lives in a house, right? Loving family and all that. Right. And the whole deal is like her family saying that they see her. She's being recognized. Okay. But there's this house across the street where there's a light on in the attic and she's just drawn to it for some reason that she's not aware of. Yeah. Her parents are like, yeah, no, don't uh, worry about the house across the street. That That is not what you should be focused on at all. They're like, oh, don't fucking play with that shit. She decides to fuck around. And then she finds out. And found and out. She finds out. Yeah, so she sneaks into the crib. She sneaks into the house across the street. Yeah. She bumps into this old guy who her name, as we know, is Opal. But this old dude who's like a grandpa type is calling her Claire. Okay. Right? He's a blind man. 
yeah. who listens to the TV. That's all he does. He listens to the TV and he smokes. You said this is the neighbor across the yeah, street? Yeah, this is the neighbor across the street. Okay. And, you know, he coughs up blood and shit, but Jesus. he thinks that she's this girl, Claire, who is who he thinks is his granddaughter. Oh, okay. right. So he he asks her a simple question, like, oh, why does it sound so easy to breathe on TV? You know, cause he's a chain smoker. Yeah. He's blind. And all he can hear is these people singing, zero problems breathing. He has a... Um, he, yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah. It's just because Davis took out the breaths. Davis took out the breaths. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, there's this whole like song and dance number and shit, and super sketchy. She's like, "Fuck this! I'm going upstairs. I'm getting away from this guy." Wow. He starts wow. chasing her. Oh, okay. And he, she bumps into another character who's like the dad role, who also oh. calls her Claire. And Jesus. his whole deal is he's super vain. And he's obsessed with his own image. Okay. So he's in this room, which I'm assuming is a bathroom, that's just mirrors all over the place. Like, all he will look at it is himself. Wow. And he's trying to make himself perfect because he's so beautiful, and the world shunned him because he wasn't beautiful enough. Wow. So that that's his whole deal, is he's trying to make himself look good so he could go back out into the world. Gotcha. He doesn't see, like, he doesn't look at her either. So the first one was blind. Yeah. So he can't see her. And then the second one is only looking at himself. Gotcha. Grandpa keeps chasing her, though. So he has, she has to fucking take off into the attic. The whole main. It's uh, like reverse um, Child of Isaac. Is that what it's called? Binding of Isaac. Binding of Isaac. It's like reverse Binding of Isaac. She's going up (laughs) instead of going down. Exactly. That's a good game, too. Oh, it's I love that crazy. shit. But, uh, yeah, so she goes up into the attic. There's a woman who is the mother figure. Okay. You know, who she's a drug addict, alcoholic. And she sees Claire, but she only sees, which is the Opal character. Yeah. But she only sees her in the context of her own trauma. Are these trauma. characters? Yes, they are. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and they're like, teeth thing. look real. Oh, nice. God. Yeah, dude, it's super spooky. But she only sees Claire in the way of we're bonding through my trauma type shit. I have to lean on you. You're my support system. Oh, wow. Okay. Type of situation, which freaks her out. So, yeah. so she fucking finally makes it to the top where the, la- where the light was. Oh, okay. Finally makes it to the top into the attic. And it's just this barren, rugged-looking bedroom. Yeah. And it's a girl's bedroom. And at this point, you know, we find out that it's her bedroom. So this is her family in the house, her real family. She looks at what was her house across the street, and it's a billboard of a happy family. Oh, fuck, dude. Wow. Yeah, it's very good shit. Very psychological. Is this like an 11 psychological? It's something like that, yeah. So so it probably, it did air on Adult Swim. Yeah, it aired on Adult Swim. I'm going to watch. That's nuts. The music's catchy, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. Ship what's best. It becomes though. a William Street production. Oh my god. Yes, dude. That's really cool. Yeah, man. No, it's fucked The claymation up. can get to me as well. So like this family dynamic, this family dysfunction. Yeah. Very interesting. And I just love the foreshadowing how late in the very beginning her family is singing We See You Opal. Yeah. Like, you're seen, you're recognized. 
And then she goes into reality where she's not seen. Yeah. Wow, and, dude. You know? That's it's crazy. It's fucked up. It's also relatable. Yeah. You know? For sure. That's a great choice, man. Wow. Yeah, we out here, bro. Fucking all right, <laughs> definitely got to watch that shit. Absolutely, it's so good. Like I might check that out the tonight. The second man. time I watched that, I was on acid. God Jeez. damn, yeah. dude! You're just like I'm gonna drop some shit uh, and, and subject myself to just to internal nightmares. Horror. Oh my god, just nightmares. The dad, the mirror song, like that shit's the best one. It's so catchy. You like that one? It's so okay. good, and it's he's got this like weird distortion on his voice oh god so there's like a high pitch of him singing and like a demonically low pitch of him oh wow it's just overlapped so beautifully all right it's fucked up we'll have to check that shit out man for sure yeah we talked about my number two so we're on to the number one boys okay what do we got andrew my number one uh kind of like defined horror for me throughout uh like my high school career okay uh, it's Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared. Oh, so good. there it is. Yeah. He's done it. Um, Like, the original six, like, episodes that are on YouTube, and then also, like, the six-episode TV series yeah. on BBC. Um, Both. Like, the original YouTube series is, like, so, so like, viscerally horrifying. Absolutely, dude. <clears throat> The way that it just like hits out of fucking nowhere, yeah. And it's just like your first time watching the very the first, first one, dude. One, it's just yeah. an experience. Dude. What's your favorite idea? Mine is being creative, <laughs> dude. My god, um, crazy. It's just you know, a this bunch is like of... similarly to how claymation can be fucking horrifying. It's like puppets, puppets. Yeah. yeah, um, like Sesame Street. If right. it was like ter- like if the if the puppets that were teaching you like the lessons of the stories ended up being like terrifying, yeah, I, it freaked me the fuck out. Like it was terrifying when I found out that green was not a creative color. Yeah, it shattered your world. <laughs> yeah, it just it completely broke. destroyed. Um, like the notebook isn't like necessarily. It's like in the first episode, it's about a notebook teaching yeah. them about creativity. It's not the notebook itself isn't necessarily scary, but like the shit that happens around it is just unsettling and it builds and builds and builds until it gets to this like discordant yeah. like cacophony of like sound and yeah. visual horror and like meat just when they being cut the cake. off the floor. <laughs> the heart the heart that they like roll around and glitter. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, the the meat cake as they're like dan- the, they had like the puppets turn into like life sized versions of yeah. them and just <laughs> dancing around it like it's fucking scary dude yeah and then it just cuts back to normal and it's like now let's all agree to never be creative again yeah it's <laughs> like I don't know like like just honing in on the dark side of creativity and mm-hmm. like some kind of rabbit hole you can go down the second episode is about time favorite episode, and they use best a, episode. it's all about the, a, the clocks your the favorite clock. one i love the clock i like the clock and i like the computer computer's the computer's good. great uh the clock is just teaching about time and they start like aging to like bones it's fucked dude what does he say while it's happening uh make it stop make it stop <laughs> what does the clock say he says something that's so um, haunting as they're melting 
don't worry, I'm sure you'll be fine. But eventually, everyone runs out of time. Yeah, dude. <laughs> As they're that. just like screaming and melting. God. It's odd. It's so good. It's like it's like a children's show presented at the beginning, and it yeah. just gets so. It just up. yeah. I have to show that to my niece now. Oh my god! Oh my god! I did not realize that. Don't. She, do she's it. like almost three, so I. Oh think. my Stop. god! My man <laughs> is like, let's traumatize a she kid. She has like a year before she understands oh what negative god. is. God, <laughs> holy shit! Third episode is about like a. A religious cult, essentially. Oh, the bee. Yeah, that, that one the got pesky weird. Bee. <laughs> uh, the fourth one is about technology and the internet and, you know, the horrors that lay behind that. Oh, yeah. Fifth episode is about food, and that one, I think, is, like, the most, like... That's the scariest. That's one. the most visually disturbing that's one That's when the me. Roy character gets more involved, isn't it? Uh, Roy's in the fourth one, too, but yeah. he, I think helps set things up for the fifth episode mm. as well yeah the fifth one is about like the gray white sauce plain white sauce makes your teeth go gray yeah god um and then the sixth episode is like when it just gets meta yeah the sixth episode <laughs> got crazy they're like we're gonna try to wrap this thing up and and like and they 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 fucking nailed they it did. They, they did they did i mean it, like it, the whole reveal with red guy like making a children's tv show yeah. and, and he just pulls the plug on it. That's yeah. why I was surprised uh, that they came back. Uh, yeah, and then they did. And then the just recently, they they had they got picked up by the BBC, which is fucking big play. Big to do players. a six uh, like t- six twenty minute episodes. And you showed me some of it, and it's a lot different. Like there's it's, still like there's some vi- there is some scary stuff. Mm-hmm. It's it's funnier. There's more. It's more jokes comedic. Kind of. The characters have more personality. Yeah. Um. It's more long form shit, but it still also gets like the lessons. Like the there's still darkness in the lessons. In the lessons, I mean, yeah. I mean, episode three or whatever is death. Yeah, the second episode is about death, and it just <laughs> one of the characters, the duck, uh, is like, "Well, I'm dead." He's reading the morning's newspaper, <laughs> and they're like, "What?" And he's like, "Yep, it says right here in the newspaper that I'm definitely dead." <laughs> <laughs> and then he stands up, and his heart falls out. And then they're like, is that your, did that fall out of you? And it rolls across the carpet to like the hardwood floor, dissolves into the ground, and then like flesh and like sinew comes out and like rips the floorboards apart, and it all just like combines, and then it just pops up, and it's like a full-on coffin puppet, and he's just like, hey, how are you? Sorry about that. (laughs) Yeah, he's like, excuse that. He's like, oh, which one of you is dead? <laughs> and then they just it's go so into, like, soothing. it's a whole thing about, like, dealing with, like, the stages of grief when somebody dies. Yeah. And, uh, like, dealing with, you know, they're not coming back. Uh, also dealing with death from the side of being the one who's dead. Yeah. <laughs> uh, very, very crazy. Just so the you whole said show. that's on the BBC. Are you watching that through, like, a certain streaming platform? So, actually, um, if you just... Uh, you know, I'm not gonna like name names so they don't get taken down. But there's a YouTube channel that has just re-uploaded all six episodes. Love it for so free. Hit that shit up. So you can, uh, if you just look it up on YouTube, you should be able to find it. 
Good shit, man. That's a that's a really good number one. We watched that shit. In, like it was yeah. coming out when we were in high school. That's the thing. I was it was like formative to me in high school. It was like right after Salad Fingers or something. Oh yeah. god, oh, my yeah. god. Um, yeah, that was a weird one. And then now that it's come back and I, I've watched it, I really enjoyed it. The new like the new run of it. Yeah. Um, very very cool show. Check it out. <laughs> have to give it a give it a go. It's free on YouTube, so just watch it. So just watch the, it. like the original series I think ends up being like a little over half an hour long it's yeah, yeah very yeah, manageable form. it's like watching one episode so yeah so definitely start with the OG I would say oh for it's sure it's crazy and watch the film theory on it dude I have My watched the film there's just... a whole background with Roy and, and like uh, commentary yeah. on endorsing products like yeah. um, you know the role that advertisers have in the production of media. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. it's so good. I did watch that one. I don't remember all of it, but it was super interesting. Yeah, very informative shit. Number one for you. My man. number one is Oculus. Have you seen Oculus? I've heard the name. Oculus. I have not. It is a great movie. Basically, it revolves around a haunted mirror. Oh, wait, okay. I have seen this one. Yeah, dude. Oh, really? You or, I haven't it. seen it, but I've I, I know of you, it. You, yeah. You've seen of it. Yeah. But uh, yeah. I mean. The family in a house, you know, let loving family and shit. Two kids, mom and dad, ideal situation, big ass rich people crib and shit. Yeah. But they have this mirror and it's haunted. And shit pops off, leads to the mom getting clapped. Okay. By being killed by the dad. And then the son ends up killing the dad out of self defense. Whoa, okay. And this is how the movie starts. Yeah. Right. Son gets put into a mental institution because he killed his dad. Right. And thinks that ghosts are responsible for the whole family dynamic falling apart and shit. With the mirror. Yeah, with the mirror and all that. And then the daughter ends up going to school and, like, studying this mirror. And she's super obsessed with it. Like, trying to find out how it works and what happened. So, later on, they're in adulthood. He gets out of the psych ward links back up with the sister. He's over it, right? He's yeah. like, I, I've moved on. I did this terrible thing. I'm It didn't Gucci. have anything to do with that. Yeah, nothing to do with the yeah. mirror. You know, it's just like shit popped off. But the sister's still obsessed. She's just like, yeah, yeah I found the mirror. I brought it back to the house. I Oh, my God. Yeah, here's a ton of cameras and, like, documentation and shit we're gonna find out so she's like welcome home brother yeah basically welcome, welcome back home. to the nightmare that you have finally moved on from yeah dude that's crazy and it it gets super fucking bad because this whole time he's like i just got out of a psych ward right i know healthy coping mechanisms you are not being healthy this yeah. is obsessive and she's like no you're brainwashed you're a crazy person wow like this is real so this dynamic between them is really yeah it's really interesting yeah i mean it's it's to the point where you can understand both sides of it so right yeah you know so like one's mentally well and the other one supposedly is but she's obsessed about a mirror right well shit turns out to be very real uh the the psych ward did not teach him shit this mirror is very haunted Gotcha. And there's nothing you can do about it after a certain point. Nice. But, you know, and we start, like, flashing back to see the possession of the mom. And okay, she so. ends up, like, chained up on the wall in her bedroom by the dad Holy to keep shit. the kids safe. Yeah. You know? 
it, so that's that's was a, this fun a newer reveal. movie too. Yeah, yeah, it came out so. like what year? Because I have the year written down. I'm over here operating with one hand. 2020. 2020. Okay. Yeah, Wait, thought, no, not no, 2020. 2013. 2013. Yeah, I have 2014. Yeah, I was looking at the yeah, wrong one. Yeah, 2014. Oh, gotcha. April 11. So okay. 2014, this came out. So it's a little older, but but I I definitely have known the name. So I'm gonna have to check that out, dude. It's very good. I and like the relationship. Like I like the characters of the brother and the sister already. And the mirror starts fucking with their minds. Yeah, like it starts putting them back into like their child form. Gotcha. Firsthand experiencing the possession and shit. And there's stuff moving by itself, and now. Wow. It, okay. it gets really nuts. The climax, big spoiler, is there is this um, failsafe that the sister set up. Gotcha. She has a pendulum with like a giant blade on it. And she goes, if shit go, goes too south, we press this button, pendulum slams into the mirror, destroys the mirror. Gotcha. Right? Shit was going too south. That seems really complex. To break oh, a she mirror. was fucking ready, dude. Boom. There's She's many, like, there's many different things you have to do. You just jump into it, right? <laughs> We're going into well, the mirror. Well, well, on that note, shit starts popping off, right? Yeah. So the brother goes, "This is way too much. I'm destroying this mirror." Hits the button. Guess who's standing in front of it? His dad. His sister. Oh shit! She's standing in front of it. She was observing it. But the mirror fucked with his mind, so all he could see was the mirror. He couldn't see her in front of it. This poor fucking guy, Jesus, dude. And dude. accidentally kills his sister. Cool. Cops cool. pull up, cool, cool, cool. put him in the car. Cool. His past is repeating. He just killed a family member because of this mirror. It's her fucking fault, dude. He wanted to get... But then God you also have damn. the point of view that he just came out of a, an insane asylum, basically. Yeah. So now we have an unreliable narrator... You're telling us that this is all what's happening. So we're supposedly. seeing it through his view, pretty much. Yeah, mostly. Movie. It like goes between him and his sister, but when it really wraps up, it's like this is his recount of the story. Okay. You know what I mean? So as far as we're aware, he's just a crazy person, or ghosts are real. Which yeah. one is? Yeah. Most likely. Okay. It's fun stuff. Really it's cool. Really tricks stuff. like. Definitely psychological if, as well. Psychological <laughs> horror, definitely. It fucks with your expectations because after a certain point, you think it's going to be about the parents and that possession situation and shit. Right. But all it does is feeds into the main storyline. Okay. You know, it's so good. So I'm checking that out for sure. Yeah, pretty Got a cool. whole bunch of new movies to watch. Uh, that is an go. A1 recommendation. Like, Very it good. is my favorite scary movie right now. Okay. Yeah, okay. All right. What well, about you, Gacky boy? I've uh, I've got one. We we did talk about this uh, on our slasher episode a little bit, but it's just so, so near and dear to me. It's so personal. It's mm-hmm. one that I've loved for. It's so yell long. right. It's huh. It's yell right. No. A stab. No. It's stab. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's stab. <laughs> fucking scream, dude. Yeah. yeah dude. I fucking love scream. Um, nineteen ninety six. That shit came out and kind of re. It, it it breathed new life in, into, into like the slasher and, and horror genres, man. The first scene is just is it's unforgettable. It's one of the first movies that made me scared that somebody was going to enter my home. Yeah, <laughs> unbeknownst to my knowledge, because it's like, oh shit, that I locked the front door. Oh god, 
Is are you that person locked? too? Do you check all the like doors yeah, and dude, windows? Yeah, dude, my locked at night. Yeah, that's oh what God. I'm saying, bro. Watch too many scary movies. People think dude. I'm crazy. Nah, dude. Yeah, that was the first movie that really put that fear into me, and that mask was haunting. Yeah, the no, first that time mask I saw is it. definitely. It still up. is, man. Just the hanging mouth. There's something about it, dude. Fucking I remember all of, all the cool kids growing up for Halloween would have the ghost face mask yeah. with the with the heart pump that, that would make. Oh, I had that. I had that, dude. <laughs> dude no, definitely a bloody knife. Definitely a bloody cool knife. Kid. Yes. I was I was the kid that had the not fucking blood masks and i was looking at the kids with the blood mask and i was like man i wish i had a blood i wish i had that snatch it no legit (laughs) though dude yeah so and it just like it was so aware of itself Mm -hmm. but also still scary as fuck like they were they were playing on every scary movie that had been made up until that point identifying all the tropes exactly and and just but still, like also executing it, it perfect, executing it perfectly, and in such a unique way. And when it first came out, it was such a big twist at the end that everybody, you know, I mean, it's just not you're never gonna have that experience again. Like Scream yeah. Two was dope, loved it. Scream Three, haven't seen as many times. It, it was just starting to get old. Um, I've only seen Scream Four once. I will say that the new Scream that came out was was fun. It was really good. It, it, it gave me the feeling of the first movie again just in this new generation. Yeah. I think they executed that really well too, but you you just can't beat the classic. Right. Um for sure. Like I said, we talked about it the last episode. So yeah. I just wanted to give it one more shout out because like I can't lie. It's like I fucking love Scream, dude. Oh, for sure. He's uh, my favorite slasher. He's just a fucking he's just a dude. He's and just it's a somebody dude. different every time. He's not always love... a dude, I will say. You know, it's not it's not necessarily a horror movie, but yeah, scary movie. Scary movie one <laughs> With, is fucking legendary, yes. dude. Yes, legendary. I when love. When she's it. running through the backyard, yeah, <laughs> at the beginning, <laughs> yeah, dude. Fucking was was classic. You're gonna not dude, much, the, just chilling. The fish tank killing. Yeah, <laughs> the fish tank. A bong is a bong, dude. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Wayne's brothers, for <laughs> being legends. <laughs> Fucking for real, man. My number one is Mr. Meaty. Mr. Meaty is Davis's number Fuck. one. No, yeah. that's so funny because last night that was on my. I showed mentions. I showed Zach a clip from uh, the fourth episode, like the fourth feet, like twenty minute episode of Which Don't Hunt Me, it? I'm Scared. Oh, the okay. And uh, the the teacher in that episode is like a worm. Yeah, dude. Like a full like 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 full size worm that talks. And this puppet looks like something out of Mr. Meaty. He had dude. the That's eyes. Awesome. He had the the Mr. Meaty eyes. Yeah, the <laughs> the gross mouth. God, what a weird fucking show, dude. For real, you've really blasted show. me back now, Davis. I'm gonna have fucking nightmares tonight. I just watched <laughs> season two last week. Really? Yeah. So of, it's Mr. Funny you say, of Mr. Meaty? Of Mr. Meaty. are not rewatching yeah. that like, show. This dude looks like he's oh, yeah, straight, he out, straight of out of Mr. Meaty. Oh, my God. Yeah, no, I watched well, season two last week, bro. That's Because I can't find out of season it. one anywhere. It's insane. It's ridiculous. I just remember the episode of Mr. Meaty where the chicken comes to life. <laughs> I don't remember any of it because like, I then they, blocked it. And then they like kill it in the freezer. That's or he awesome. dies in the freezer and then they like... They're like, who's hungry? Oh, oh, cool, dude. Jesus the vegans, Christ. the the vegans that like once a year they go cannibal. What? Yeah, dude. 
That's in Mr. Said Meaty? That's in a children's show that, that is child programming. Oh, my God. All right, you, Mr. Mr. Meaty wins the scariest <laughs> program of all time. Mr. Meaty is definitely a big one. Well, dudes. Great list. I was gonna say everybody had some pretty cool, pretty cool shit in their list. Absolutely, uh, one of my favorites. I loved Courage. That was a great Courage one. Courage was yes. a great one. Um, I Burgundy, love how... you you popped off on some shit that I haven't ever heard of. So that was that was really good too. We had two Shaun of the Deads. Yeah. Shaun of the Dead. Fucking love it. All right. Well, that that concludes our spooky season. I had a great month. Yeah. Thanks dude. for coming on so much, Burgundy. Absolutely. We were fucking spooking out. So our spooky spirits are leaving our, our body as we speak. And yeah. we're being exercised as we speak. We're returning to just normal dudes. <laughs> and so I can already All hear bells. I, I can hear bells. <laughs> oh man. All right, guys. Until next time, this has been the StoryWorks Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Hit us up anytime on on YouTube. Email us at Storyworks Podcast. Get your plug in. I'm gonna plug my I'm shit. Say, get your plug in. November yeah. 30th, albums dropping. Project over product. Shit, shit's gonna be great. Been working on it for a year. Let's we got go. freestyle coming out before that. Stay tuned for that. And then on November 18th, we'll be dropping the daily music video. We filmed that shit like a year ago. Yeah, like a and year I'm ago. So excited. Yeah, and people have been really wanting that shit to come out too. Like I've been holding on to this for the album drop. So oh, yeah. when you guys see that shit, one tap in, two share it, and three let me know what you think. Absolutely. Yep. All right, man. Well, we'll see you next time, guys. Sayonara. Later. Perfect. Nice, dude. That was beefy as fuck. <laughs>